So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us who did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Divorce rate in California is how much now? Statistics said 75%. So 75%. Every 13 seconds there's a divorce in this country. 53% of marriages end in divorce. Second time marriages end in a divorce rate of 62%. And third time marriages, 73% failure rate. Married women are more than twice as likely as married men to take the first step towards divorce. The average litigated divorce costs $100,000 on each side, and it can take anywhere from a year and a half to three years. If I said to you there's a 53% chance that we're going to get hit in the head with a bowling ball, you would either stay inside or at a minimum you would wear a helmet. So how do we prevent this? Never get a marriage license, and if a woman says that she's not going to marry you until you get a license, you know that's not the woman for you. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down. Which what? means, you know, dating a man down. who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Extra I can do that by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5-11. Let's... My body, my choice! What happened? Where did all the men go? I'll be okay. I don't need no man in my life to make my day. I think if youngsters take the pill, sexuality will go out of control, and you can forget about love. I've had two abortions! I don't give a fuck. It's my body, it's my choice! I am a nasty woman. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money? Somebody needs to pay for all my yeah. children. Somebody needs to be held accountable, and they need to pay. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now?
What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Thank you for being here once again. We are back in here with Blue Chip Mindset. Number 57, episode number 57, where we keep our mind on our mind on our money and our money on our mind. We are in here in the Desert Storm Bunker. You're all here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, CGA, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. You in here. New, 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 new world I appreciate y'all for being here. And yes, there's barbecue. There's barbecue in there. In the back. All right, ladies, there's barbecue in there. Shout out to the Tentos Up gang. And Ashanti might be the newest member coming up, we hope. We've invited her to the Tentos gang uh, 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 layer, if you will. And uh, yes, I will invite her to the Tentos Up gang layer, where we hope to lay her. Anyway, today's topics, don't buy anything in 2023, gentlemen. We want to make sure you end up in 2023. I'm rich, bitch. Indeed, we got to get out here and make that money because uh, despite what you hear, all this doom and gloom, there are going to be more millionaires created in 2023 than ever before. So we want you to be that. And it's not just millionaires and money, but it's millionaire and mindset. You could be a minimalist or you could be an all-out consumerist. But at the end of it, we want you to be in a better financial position. And um, a lot of these things are going to happen here. So we're going to talk about that today. There's a mindset that tells you, even Jeff Bezos says, don't buy anything this year. And what is buy anything? The reality is wealthy people, people that are doing well in life, they're going to continue to buy things. We're going to need people to consume products. That's just the basis of it. But when they say don't buy anything, it's more related to Purchase things that are going to be either on your credit or purchase things via a long-term loan. So that's what we're talking about. And many times people purchase things on loans and they're completely ignorant about it. All right. Now, when I say ignorant, I don't mean to demean you, but I will share some stories of how people are ignorant, including there's going to be some home stories in there. So bear with me. A lot of people will say they made money on their home, but they're complete. Their mortgage will tell you otherwise. Mm. All right. A mortgage and a home is two different things. All right. And so you can own a home or you can actually have purchased a home. The home could have risen in value. But your mortgage documents tell me otherwise. It tells me you took a fat L. Mm. <laughs> People don't realize this. I My house went up. Let me see your mortgage docs. Mm. Yeah. Let me see your mortgage docs. Yeah. Let me see something. Oh, you getting your ass kicked. <laughs> and how did you make money without selling something? <laughs> did you sell your home nope well you didn't make no money <laughs> all right so let's see here uh yo you know we, we we here to educate you guys i'm not here to put people down or demean them but we're here to at least give you another perspective because the normies bark, will literally literally set yourself up anyway what do we got here what do we got here we got some other stories we got a woman here oh we got straggling sniggle theater of course we'll still still show these things because the show is three hours long. So I have to put in some of this stuff to keep you entertained. Straggling Sniggle Theater. Apparently, there was a showdown at the Waffle House. I believe somewhere in, I want to say, Austin, Texas. I can't remember where the showdown was. But Straggling Sniggle Theater. Another reason why you need to get up out of the community. Get out of the community. Men, get out of there. 
these people, yes, these people don't have anything good for you. You got to get out of the community. All right. I know you don't want to leave your people. You don't want to leave your Aunt Helen, your out Stragnesia. Leave them. Get out. Get out. The, the whole movie Get Out should, should be reran and it should be you getting out of the community. All right. We also have um, more and more married couples, an article by the mainstream media um, saying that more and more married couples are living apart as a survival strategy. We're going to talk about that. A lot of you guys, you lonely hearters wanting to get married. We're now seeing that married couples are potentially living apart in order to survive. I don't even know why you would get married unless it was a business arrangement. And uh, a woman tells her tale about getting her tail flown out to see Drake and uh, eventually how she got kicked out. And she gives some dirty details about that situation, but um, we're going to figure out, is she lying or not? And the blonde woman is going to tell women why they should have three boyfriends. And then we'll get into the big main event. So guys, you see this thing, you see the subject matters crawling across your screen. If you're watching the playback, hit the like button, and then you can jump ahead. Timestamps may be up. Maybe they won't. We don't know. Um, and uh, we'll go from there anyway to contribute to today's show. Dollar Sign CGA live on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg, Coach Greg Adams TV on the Venmo PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Yes, we are highly, highly decensored or censored over here and demonetized. So in order to let your verse be heard, voice be heard, you must do it in that way. Now, I know some new people are going to come in and say, open up the Super Chats on this channel. Well, you got to go over to the Notorious CGA channel in which the streams will be simulcasted live, but the streams are pulled down to protect the monetization of that channel. So um, you can super chat live during the show. The playback will be almost disabled almost immediately. So if you're watching the playback on that channel, is it's at some particular point, you're going to be in the middle of the show and it's going to pop off. <laughs> you're going to be like, what happened? Then you go over there and watch it for free on the free agent lifestyle channel, it would always be up there. Anyway, that's how things go. And let's get to the early contributions to today's show. This is episode 57. Can you believe it? The episode 57 of the blue chip mindset where everybody kept telling us, even the likes of Hafiz, you guys keep talking about the same thing. Not really. We've been talking about this for 57 weeks and going 57 full episodes. And though I can't wait to celebrate our hundredth episode of the blue chip mindset. Where, we, where we're teaching guys the importance of financial freedom. Financial freedom. How do we achieve that? Through peace, quiet, and freedom. What is the total aim? What is the solution? The free agent lifestyle. That's what we teach. And there's solutions all in here. There's hardcore truth. There's solutions. There are directions. We're pointing you with information here. We're pointing you in the right direction. So I don't want anybody to ever come to my show and say, we just over here shit-talking women. And that's not true. We're over here revealing the truth about the dynamics of relationships. And we're telling you most of the things that you're depending on is the hope strategy to make it work. It's a pragmatic point of view. It definitely is a pragmatic point of view. It doesn't depend and hinge on what the possibilities are. It actually has you put boots on the street and get out there and make it happen as opposed to hoping it happens. See, the definition of luck is when preparation meets opportunity. The definition of luck is when preparation meets opportunity. We don't believe in hope. We don't believe in wish. We don't believe we could. We don't believe we should. We don't believe that. We don't believe in luck. We believe in preparation meets opportunities. That's what we do here. So we get men prepared. 
100% of the time. And that's the only way you're going to have success here. Preparation meets opportunities. Hope strategy is dead. We got to put action. We believe in action. We believe in also. We believe in understanding, knowing, belief. We believe, not in belief. Uh, we believe in um, evidence. That's what we believe in. We don't believe in what it should be, what it could be, what it should be, and what it would be. And we, we don't believe in that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Simon Small is in the building on the Super Chat. Appreciate you for being here again and again. All right. Yes. Sincere529 says, peace and good health to you, coach. Thank you for your content. Thank you, sir, over there on the Super Chat. I I, I believe that we have to get, I believe also the children are the future. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is in the building. Okay, he's not in the building. All right, let's see here. I don't know what happened to that. Chuck Nasty is in here. Says, thanks for the blue chip info, coach. And it's barbecue in. It's barbecue in there. Yeah, he is. It's in there. We got a, we got a sponsorship, a major sponsorship. He says the blue chip. This is Teddy Fast Money Teddy. The blue chip series taught me a lot. I'm grateful. Thank you, sir. I'm rich, and this is what we're here to teach. I'm here to teach. You know, this is what this is what we do. To teach what you know to those who do not know. Indeed, we teach what we know to those who do not know. By the way, people are gonna say, Well, you're not a millionaire. What do you know about money? Well, you're absolutely right. I lost my job in 2020 during the pandemic. And I haven't been able to gain employment for about three years now going. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, but I've been around a lot of wealthy people and I've earned a couple of dollars over my lifetime. I won't say how much, but uh, I definitely have earned in what people would be say would be wealthy. Uh, I don't appear to be wealthy. I don't flaunt wealth sometimes. <laughs> All right, sometimes. But um. I started my own business. I was self-employed for the previous 10 years before I lost my job. <laughs> all right. Lost my businesses and all of that stuff. You know, and you know how it goes. But with that being said, you don't don't expect don't expect the person that is extremely wealthy to spend hours trying to break things down for you to get you to understand. And the reason why is because they want to stay wealthy. They don't need you to be in there getting wealthy. A lot of people have dropped game on top of game on top of game uh, with me, and I have absorbed it. I absorb information very well. All right. I cannot remember names. My name recall sucks, but I absorb information well. And thus, I'm passing this information on to you. So you can never say I've never did anything for you. If you apply any of these things to your life or at least listen to them, you will it will change your life. It will change your life because they were life changes things, uh, things and information for me. And I had to learn this over 40-something years. I'm giving it to you in a condensed three-hour live stream. J Flow, it's the 28th. And is it the 28th or the 29th? It is the 28th. Your rent's due, motherfucker. You know what's coming up in a few days, ladies? Are you guys going to be paying your rent? Boy, I know a lot of people going to be asked out on the first. Right? They're going to be asked out. They're going to be telling their landlord, uh, what had happened was. I had to give my baby daddy some Christmas gifts. Uh, Macaroni Tony says, chest out, stomach in, and chin up this morning, sissy. Indeed, Seth Rollins says, Rustin is a dry parish. He says, got to hit the gambling line to get the hard liquor. Grew up on the ranch. 
just north of Ruston, but that's the hometown where I went to private school. Crazy, you know about it, man. He says, weird fact, Ruston is still rated the highest wealth per capita in the entire South. Really? I've been to Ruston. All right, ain't shit there in Ruston. Mm. All right, ain't nothing in Ruston. All right, you just go down. I think it's interstate. What's the interstate? Uh, it's the interstate. Um, I want to say, no, I'm getting it wrong. I want to say 20. Interstate 20 going in from Dallas, from Shreveport to Dallas. Then, you you know, from Dallas, Shreveport. I want to say it's Interstate 20. And then you go down and then you hit Ruston. And ain't shit there but a Carl Malone uh, auto shop. That's what that was the last thing I was there. Yeah, it was Interstate 20. Yeah, man. I've been up and down Ruston as, oh, boy. That's where Gramlin is. And then next to it is <laughs> ain't shit out there, bro. Anyway, shout out to everybody on I-20, Shreveport, Dallas, Monroe, Louisiana, Ruston. And I'm missing one uh, where La Tech is. I'm missing one. <laughs> All right, but uh, shout out to y'all Dry County, old reprehensible ass I-20, Northern Louisiana ass people. Okay, it's the, it's the, um, no, not, uh, what, what, what's the, uh, I'm missing one. Where's La Tech at? My tech is in um as slip in my mind. Anyway, La Tech is in, I can't remember. All right, so nobody's saying it to me. Oh, La Tech is in Ruston. But yeah, La Tech, that's what I thought. La Tech is in Ruston. Anyway, shout out to everybody on the I-20. All right. Uh, let's see. Did I get everybody there? Okay, I did. All right. And we got a we got another sponsorship. I'm rich, I'll tell you my story about the I-20 here in a second. Um, let's see here. We got Janzo Irag. Wait, what Janzo I says, coach, there are so many YouTubers pushing everyone to buy properties and leverage credit, but you're the only one that mentioned the possible risks. Why do you think this is? Because I'm not a normie. <laughs> I'm not a normie. Uh, I actually will always think about what the possible risks are before I get into them. And then we'll talk about interest rates, APR. We're going to talk about that because people think, Again, they, they think normie. Okay, I own a property and I have this much wealth. That's their only property. I own a car, so um, my payment is X, Y, and Z. Payment shoppers. We're going to talk about payment shoppers. All right, people that go in there and say, this is the payment that I can afford. You're going to get your... Dude, the best thing a salesperson can ever hear is a person say, this is what I want my monthly payment to be. <laughs> Do you realize that's a salesman's dream? He's like, God. He's like, this is the best day of my life. School squashy. You ain't even tipped the iceberg. You set this dude up like a, you know, you set this dude up like a 10-8 split. I'm going to knock this one out, brother. What? Holy moly. That's what you want with your payment to be? I can definitely make it that. Okay, how much can you afford a month? Yeah, $600? Sure. $600 it is. <laughs> your car though going to be 50, 11 years. $600 a month. That's what you said, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody said, they throw that alley-oop. Throw that alley-oop. I'm going betwixt the legs. Bam. What you want your mortgage payment to be? Your mortgage payment to be $1,500? Deal. <laughs> Perfect. I'll get it just to that number. I'll get it right on the nose. <laughs> I'll get it right on the nose, you goofball. But anyway, most people don't realize that. Your APR going to be 511%. Uh, percent. 
11 <laughs> percent apr uh we're gonna talk about these things for people to know Make, a lot of people know these things some people don't this is why we got to do it tout noir came in here did i get you already yes i'm gonna get you again He says, what is your take on financially taking care of your parents in 2023? Let them live with you to save or get a place for them. I want to be blue chip coach. Uh, this is a tough conversation to have. It just depends on their age and what their mindset is. It really does depend on what their age and mindset is. Because a lot of people, even your parents can ruin you. Your older, elder parents can ruin you if their mindset isn't right. Right. You're moving them in to financially take care of them. You don't realize how much of a drain financially uh, living human beings can be, even if they're, uh, even if they don't have a big footprint in life. So I think, I believe that it is up to you. It's your decision on this one. People just say you should take care of your parents. That's not true. That is not true. Okay. But I also know that uh, people don't prepare for this time. If I, if I'm a younger male in my thirties and forties, and I know my parents are going to be aging. My parents are in their 60s, going into their 70s, 80s. I should prepare for that now. I shouldn't be thinking about getting a gold watch, a gold chain. I should be thinking, mm, my parents are going to be maybe disabled or they're going, to, they're going to need to be taken care of. Then I should be formulating my plan in my 30s and 40s for this. Because a lot of people, again, normies, they get caught off guard. Oh, my God, my, my, my parents have dementia. Now they have to move in. Well, you should have prepared for that, especially if you're an only child or you're the only female child sibling and there's three male siblings and they're all married and you're single. That responsibility is going to fall in your lap. You should be able to tell your parents to get long-term care insurance. These are all things that people miss out. So um, uh, right now you're in a situation where you're going, oh, shit. Like, look, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing unexpected about parents not working, not saving for retirement, not having anything to pass on to you. But then people get surprised that they're old and they cannot generate income anymore. What the fuck? Like, damn, you knew this was coming. And I believe when people live with you, they're going to take us. They're going to take way more out of you than you can get. So they're going to slow you down. They're going to slow you down, especially if their mindset is bad. They're going to slow you down. They're going to disable you. They're going to hamper you. They're going to hamper your lifestyle. And I don't think it's fair that that is the situation your parents put you in. However, normies will normie, and then they will be selfish, not only selfish enough to not leave you anything, but selfish enough to um, ruin your life where you could be enjoying your time in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. You're going to ruin it, set yourself back for people who didn't take care of themselves financially. This is why we're trying to tell you, take care of yourself financially. Don't depend on your kids um, to take care of you. This is why slavery was actually... Uh, many people wanted slavery outlawed. This is one of the one reasons why. The reasons why is because there were typically four or five generations of people on one plantation with only two generations of people able to produce. That's, able, that's essentially what we have today. And people were inheriting slaves. People were inheriting slaves, but there were three or four generations, three, three generations that were completely useless. Meaning they couldn't do anything. The kids couldn't do anything and the older people couldn't do anything like they couldn't do any hard labor. Anyone past 55 was useless. You know, maybe they could work as a servant, but they were completely useless. So people would inherit these people and they go, what the hell is this? Nah, we can't afford this. <laughs> we can't afford this. And here's what it is. 
Same thing happens today. Same thing happens today. You're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. You're taking care of grown-ass children anywhere from between age zero to 30, and you're also taking care of elderly parents that cannot produce income. Mm. Bullshit. Not me. <laughs> Not I. No. That's, see, that's where I'm in right now. I, that's my age range. And I'm going to be in this age range of earning or considered a primary earner for the next, uh, I want to say, 20 years, 20-some years. I'll be damned if I'm taking care of adult-ass kids and uh, grown-ass elderly adults. I'm not doing it. But anyway, I got to get to the show. <laughs> I got to get to the show. Guys don't know this. This is just this a, it's a system. Everything boils down to economics. If it's not going to make, look, if it's not going to make dollars, it don't make sense. Okay, Straggle and Sniggle University here, theater. <laughs> Straggle and Sniggle theater. Oh, by the way, before we get to this, look this up. People who live with you use about 30, up to 30% of the resources available to the entire household. So I'm going to say this again. People who live with you take up, consume 30%, up to 30% of the entire home resources. Now, you might think that your elderly parents and your adult kids and your adult kids' kids aren't consuming anything, but yes, they're consuming water, oxygen, they're consuming cable, television, electricity, toilet paper, food, even if they don't eat a lot, even if they sat in the corner and said, don't worry about me, I'll be quiet. They're going to consume it, and essentially now you're a landlord and you are a primary care giver for these people, and they should be listening to you 100%, but of course, even when you're taking care of them, you're going to have disputes, arguments, disagreements, but it's going to be under your own house, and they're going to they're gonna be consuming 30% of your resources, and what are they putting back? I ask you that. Now, you're going to say, what else do I do with them? <laughs> What else do I do with them? Leave them out in these streets? Hold up for a second. In these streets. That's the problem in our world because you're putting me in a lose-lose situation. Well, where else am I going to go? You should have figured that shit out. Mm. Look, man, <laughs> I can't wipe your ass for you. You have plenty of time. Hey, parents, I want you to think about this. If you're in your 40s and 50s, gentlemen, and you have children, you have plenty of opportunity to figure this shit out. Now you want to be just stealing my oxygen. I'm tired of these normies. I'm tired. You had 60, 70, 80 years to figure this shit out. And you still fumbled the bag. Three-time divorcee. Lived off child support. Straggling. Waiting for reparations. All waiting. <laughs> these people waiting for reparations. Never got their reparation check. Now they want to come live in your house hell no <laughs> hell no moving a dog and cat into hell no that's gonna be a hell no i don't care who you are in my life that's gonna be a no you better figure that shit out on your own hey if you didn't figure it out and i did hey anyway let's get the stragglers stickle theater <laughs> here it is the waffle house showdown at the waffle house i i debated on whether i should share this video because 
it has some a little bit of rustle and tussle in there. So YouTube doesn't like it, but I noticed a lot of people were sharing it on YouTube. So I said, all right, what the hell? All right, apparently the Waffle House in, let's see if I can watch it. Is this the video? This is the video. There's a Waffle House. I believe it's in Austin, Texas. And I don't know, man, Waffle House. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Waffle House, but listen, there's Waffle Houses everywhere on those little um, uh, service roads everywhere in the South. But apparently, apparently Stragnesia and there's <laughs> this white woman right here, I believe. Listen, we can't even call her Kaylee. Her chin too tough. Okay, but this Kaylee right here was throwing them, man. She grew up in the on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, don't let the pink skin and the hair, the blonde hair fool you. This woman was about them. He, she was about the shits. All right, so let's get in here. All right. So, uh, it, oh, my goodness. Weighing in at. No. So now what we have here. This is why I want you brothers to get out of the community. All right. So you bring these three women on a date. They eat up all your Waffle House food and then they get to acting ignorant. And brothers are recording it. I don't know what's going on with. Oh my goodness! Did you see that? All right, right here, right here. Look, brothers, we got to do better. Look at this. Look at this, brother, right here. He gonna talk about he get all this free sex. Look at that mastodon back there, brother. All the humanity. All right, a lot of brothers in there. All right, look at what we have here. Look at this. This woman's back here. She just said, I'm going to start cooking. Nostrils all flared. All right, eyebrows all furrowed. This woman's standing on the damn tip. Listen, civil rights era would be rolling around in their grave. All right, people used to get, uh, you know, all kind of milk and powdered sugar dumped on their head to sit at these counters. Now these people standing up there. Let's continue. He said, you wildin', cuz. All right, this woman right here, ain't, she ain't nobody to mess with. All right, don't believe her skin color, man. She about to be uh, throwing them. So she about to throw coffee on them. Yeah, oh, she, oh, my goodness. Oh, here we go. The white woman started it, they gonna say. Oh, and she ready to square up. Oh, man, what is this, man? Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh the humanity. The straggles have gotten out of control. Down that straggle rock. What? Uh oh, look at a white woman though. Oh my goodness. What uppercut? Oh my goodness. Mastodons. Now they attacking. Oh, the white woman throwing up too. Battle Royal. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I'm supposed to show this on YouTube. Somebody's sunglasses got left. Ninjas are running. And look, this is what happens in the community now. The men run and the women fight. <laughs> Have you noticed this? The women are fighting more and more. I see the women fighting and the men running. Watch. Look, the men are running out the store. They don't break it up or nothing. Man, this is a sad commentary on today's life. Uh, now they got the white girl's hair, so that's going to be a di Oh, my goodness. The sister hit her with a spatula. Man, this is reprehensible behavior, man. Y'all got to do better. But listen, I don't care if y'all do better. Y'all can stay poor. The white man in there recording. Everybody recording. Nobody stopping the fight. I mean, listen, I wouldn't stop the fight either, but I'm just saying. It's just a sign of the times. Anyway. Uh, aggressive women, you know? I mean, these women need therapy for sure. They definitely need therapy. 
Yeah, we supposed to be supporting each other. I don't think so. I'm surprised no blinkies came out. Nobody got the Glock. Oh, they throwing chairs. And look, this white woman. <laughs> Yo, man, the meth that this woman's on, she on the super meth. Look at her. Oh, my God. That methany is not. Methany is a problem out here, y'all. Wait. Methany is a problem. Watch this. Supporting each other. Let me see here. Look at Methany. She got two chairs thrown at her and she blocked them. <laughs> he said that's Shawn Michaels. She blocking chairs. Dude, you got to watch out in the South for white girls you mess with. Look, Sister Shragnisha got another chair. Look at Methany calling her on. She like, bring it. Bring it. Hey, man, they, these women on steroids. And look, Methody, like, I don't care. Man, this is out of control, man. I tell you, brothers, uh, you know what? It's time. It's about time for y'all to get out. You That was a WWE. That was the Survivor Series. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she do look like she is stubbed. Methody, man, boy, she's she once she got her up, she was... That was all bad news. Okay, uh, let's see here. Let's get uh, let's get this going right here. You know what time it is. It's our favorite time of Wednesday. A moment to grift. It is time for your best griffity grifter with 511 YouTube channels to tell you what's going on. Hey, this is the Blue Chip Mindset Series, but if you want to go a little bit deeper, we got ways for you to do that. And the best ways for you to do that is head over to some of our Members only content, and that is one on locals, coachgregadams.locals.com. That's a community. It is free for you to join. It is free for you to be the part of the community. However, if you do want the exclusive live streams related to that junior college lifestyle, you know what it is. We do this Sundays, Sunday morning at around 9 a.m. on the West Coast, noon on the East Coast. And I can't wait to the end of the football season so I can have a lot more energy for these. Also, Go to CoachGregAdams.Patreon.com for the Money Mindset Series. We are on about the 50th live stream over there. And those are the membership levels and much, much more. Plus, the coaching program information is available for those who want to get on the coaching program. So if you want the Money Mindset, go over to there. There's about 50 people on the Money Mindset group this year, and they are killing it. We got and property investors. We got YouTube content strategy. We got uh, information on investment, investment strategies, percentages. We have Vlad P over there dropping knowledge on credit. We have so many brothers that are dropping knowledge. So, oh, go over there and check that out. And if you want to go ahead and check out where all the courses are, the books, the merchandise, the t-shirts, the podcast, the coaching calls. If you want to go over there and check all of that out, go to solo.to backslash coach Greg. Adams, and you will see all of the links over there. Hey, listen, the best grifter in YouTube, according to our sponsor, Trollo Candy, the soft shell candy with a little bit of jealousy in the middle. We grift over here, and I appreciate you. I won the Grifty Award for YouTube. I won the Grifty Award. Anyway, yo. This is the best entertainment here on YouTube, and sometimes you got to go a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. But if you want to stay here, we appreciate everybody being here. Anyway, let's get into let's get into the rest of the sponsorships and the people who are let your voice be heard. All right, 
And we got everybody on PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. What do we got here? We got Paris Francais. That's what I'll call you, man. Sometimes I'll call you a different name. He says, for the CGA's free agent lifestyle blue chip mindset, I will catch the replay. He's got to go to work. He got to be at his job. Somebody said Tariq, Tariq won the Grifty Awards next year. CGA. I've been nominated, though. I've been nominated for the Grifty Award. All right. Shout out to Newski says my favorite shows right now here in 2023 is going to be a good year. So this is his favorite show here in 2023. Everything starts with a thought, bringing that thought to fruition. I can never say that word, but fruition is a great word. Bringing those thoughts to fruition, but it starts with a thought. One of these days, man, you guys are going to get it. You're going to make a thought and the power of men and the power of the thing that we can leverage is we have foresight and we have a little bit of logic. So those things combined can make things, great things happen. We got um, Mitchell. He says, most people, most people don't even know what real luxury is. He says, you see them flexing white, uh, white bottles of Hugo Boss perfume, or he called it parfum. And he says, but they don't even know about brands like Creed and Anishio and Maison Francais, Kurt, Kurt, I can't even pronounce that. I don't even know it. Anyway, appreciate you for sharing that, brother. And I messed it all up. And I didn't even know what it is. But uh, we got a brother here named, let me see if I can say your government name. Mike Diesel in the building. And I have to say pause after that. But Mike Diesel is here. Just finished the job at a jewelry store. Mm. He says they. He says the guy came in to buy his wife a necklace, spent $8,000 on it for her to say she doesn't like it. She proceeded to say she lost interest in him two years ago. And they only been married four years. Coach ain't lying, brothers. Oh, my. And that's you. Oh, my God. My gosh, guys, when will you guys get it? When will you guys get it? Uh, women don't break up with you. They stay under you as long as you're as long as you're paying the bills. They will stay up under you. So this dude bought an AK necklace. She didn't like it. The reason why she didn't like it is she really doesn't like him. Um, and that was an excuse for her. And then she says, ah, I've been I fell out of love with you two years ago. Some of you guys need to do. Some of you guys need to do a time check on your relationship. Yes, you do. You need to go to your wife right now. And you need to tell her to drop her neck. If she don't drop her neck, it's time to skedaddle. The relationship's over. Just go up into her. Just grab her by the back of her head right here where that knot is. Just walk up to her like this here and put your hand. (laughs) Y'all getting divorced tomorrow. Y'all getting divorced tomorrow. And make sure she's sitting on on the couch. Make sure she's sitting on the couch with her fat knees out. You know where they got the uh, at-home booty shorts are? She got the booty shorts on that she wear at the house with her fat knees out, okay, and her feet out, and her feet all dirty under the bottom. Just walk up to her when she's sitting on the couch watching TV. And then just walk up to her like this and then pull her head, the back of her not head right here where that hook is, just pull it in like this and stand over right to your pelt. And then see, and if she says no, <laughs> if she says no, if she turns it down, just go file the divorce papers. Mm. Same thing with your girlfriend. Same thing with your girlfriend. If your girlfriend like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is this? What the? What? No. If she does that, the relationship is over. 
Who thinks who thinks I'm lying? Lizette is in here. Lizette, that's not a lie. The relationship is over. Just go ahead and look. It's over. There's nothing more. What, what, what else do you need to know? What, what else do you need to know? I'll wait. Hold up. <laughs> what else? What else do you need to know? That's the uh, that's it. If she don't go, hold on, let me tie my hair real quick. Hold up. If she don't, if it's, hold on, hold up. Let me tie my hair back real quick. If she don't say, let me tie my hair back real quick or hold my hair, hold my ponytail. It's a wrap. She just, <laughs> she just riding time. She just under you being a parasite. And I guess you, I bet, I guarantee you, you won't do it because you know what's going to happen. Y'all just mad. Y'all mad. But look, that's the ultimate test of where your relationship stands. Do it. All right. Anyway, John A says, good morning, coach. Bought myself a project car for deadbeat ass daddy Christmas. He says, baby mama Tara is going to go crazy when she see me pull up in the new car, but I ain't got no job. Hashtag free agent. Yes, she is. Oh, boy. Your baby mama going to be mad as hell when you pull up on your car, brother. You going to pull up in the Porsche, pull up in a Wraith. Oh, she going to mad. She going to be mad. Raul says, coach, going to the Bears-Lions game on Sunday. Can't wait for my Bears to end the Lions playoff hopes. There's some Detroit Lions fans in here hoping that's not true. Shout out to the Lions, though, man. They went from 0-16, oh, from, oh, oh and now they've won. You know, they're knocking on the playoffs door. Shout out to them. Okay. But, uh, yeah, let me do two more. Java Cafecito says, Coach, you said methany. Yes. Oh, the humanity. Courtesy of the Coach Gang members. You know, you guys come up with some of these phrases. Methany, yes. And last one, Lamar says, what did you say, brother? You co-sponsored. I will definitely try this method, CGA. Shout out to you, coach. Shout out to you. What do you have to lose, guys? I'm going to ask you. What do you have to lose by trying that? You're going to gain. You're going to gain a whole bunch of freedom back by trying that. And she's going to say, what is this? You treat me like a piece of meat. I'm never going to do that. This is total disrespect. And then all you got to do is pack her bags. All right, here's what we're going to do today. <laughs> pack your shit. Get your shit. Get your shit. And then you know it's over. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's the greatest indicator ever. All right. Let's get back to the show. All right. Let's talk about this. Um, more and more couples, more and more married couples are living apart as a survival strategy. You guys see where they're trying to push us, guys. They're trying to. New, 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 new world order. Now that the women have the advantage in the marketplace and they get to choose, I'm sure, you know, uh, listen, when men, you know, when men got married, they had to stay married. Now that women can actually have their own choices and call their own shots, they want to get married, but let's live apart together. Mm. Ethical non-monogamy. Mm. Open relationships. Oh, boy. New, 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 new and you guys are out here hoping. Guys, this is probably a bait and switch as well. It didn't start this way, but she probably was like, eh, let's live apart together. You see this right here. This is mainstream media news. Ne nearly 4 million married couples live away from their spouses, according to U.S. Census data. A growing number of Americans are embracing a marriage trend called LAT, living apart together, where spouses live in separate households but stay in relationships with each other. <laughs> 
there's no need to get married, guys. I don't want to need to get married. I don't, I'm not mad at this trend because I don't believe married people should sleep in the same bed all the time either. I don't believe in that either. But uh, they're not 365 days a year. But this is just getting too far. This is going too far. And this is just more programming. I can't believe that this is uh, true. But look at how they're programming people. Couples choose Couples choose this arrangement for a variety of reasons, but the New York Times claims the trend was primarily driven by women seeking independence and personal space to have time to for their own interest and self-fulfillment. Coach is right again. I didn't even read this article, but I'm telling you, our world is being driven by women. And most of the time, men are saying, okay, I'll participate, and they'll make the deal. This is called Brie Foltz Law. Brie Foltz Law has told us any trend in relationship is driven primarily by women because they have they set the rules for association. Any man that just wants to associate and doesn't want to date and doesn't want to pay for play, they just basically agree. So, again, I was right before I even read the article. OK, women are driving this trend, but they also are going in with marriages. OK, I'll marry you. Live in a different county. Uh, the pandemic may have played a role in this increase because gender disparity in marriages became more pronounced, especially for mothers. Going upon, it says nearly 4 million married couples live alone, according to the data for the U.S. Census Bureau. That number does not include couples. Um, Wait, that's a typo. Does not include couples married or does not or does include. I don't even know if that's a typo. Does include married individuals who are forced to live apart due to military. However, Americans seeking this arrangement has skyrocketed. Seeking arrangements has skyrocketed too, has skyrocketed by more than 25% between 2000 and 2019, according to the same data. And here's a person. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am a farmer. I don't know where I fit. Connie from probably Boise, Idaho says, or Des Moines, Iowa. She says, Connie, who has been married to her husband, Jeff, for 18 years, recalled before she got her own place. <clears throat> Connie married for 18 years and a mother and a farmer. She got her own place from her husband, Jeff. Send the asteroid, brothers. Guys, it's over. It's over, guys. What are y'all doing? And once the mainstream media get this out to the normie women, it's over. I mean, your hopes and dreams are being dashed right now. The reality is men are the ones that need to adjust because women are adjust adjusting. It says the paper said uh, that Connie hailed the arrangement as helping her, quote, remember who I am by myself. Remember what I like doing by myself. And that was a lovely gift. It's over. Do not possess these people anymore. It, guys, it's done. And people keep be getting mad at me and saying it's over. It's over. What are we doing? Other media outlets suggest that lack could be a healthy way for mar some married couples to live. I agree with that, actually. Uh, oddly enough, I agree. I think this is a decent alternative to marriage, but my philosophy would be why stay married unless it's a business agreement. Bride Magazine it says Society Altering Respect for Marriage Act. Like, okay, let's go back. Bride Magazines. Brides Magazine praises the idea as more romantic than living together 
and, quote, the secret to a long, happy, and healthy marriage for some couples. The Guardian colonist Emma Brock suggests uh, that the situation could be a win-win for both spouses. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, dude, women are becoming journalists now. They, they, not only are they becoming journalists, they run the media. They run the therapy. They run the counseling. They run, they run in all these operations and they're, 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 they're the ones pushing these agendas on women and they're accepting it. The acceptance of non-traditional and same-sex relationships are also make this uh, unusual model more socially acceptable. There's a woman here for Evan Whitney, age 35, and Jonathan Mead. Okay, I, I'm not getting into that because that's the same-sex couple and I don't care. But let me see if there's another couple here. Let me see if there's another couple here. Okay. All right. Focus on the family's vice president of marriage issues. Greg Smalley says he has seen some couples benefit from living apart. However, he has doubts it is a viable arrangement for most couples in the long term. Smiley says the heart of the matter as understanding the underlying reason why one partner wants to live alone. Yes. Why? Because they want to get their cheeks clapped. It seems the motivating factor behind these arrangements was one person not feeling, quote, well cared for, which he called a sad reality. Smalley uh, stressed how important it is for each person to be able to take care of themselves in a marriage or resentment can build. Okay, he has another quote. If I'm always exhausted and empty and worn out, Smiley explained, then anytime my wife needs something from me, it could feel like a threat. And I begin to resent her and wish and will push her away and create distance from her. This is according to this information. Anyway, brothers, guys, got send the asteroid. Get on the airplane. Get your passport. What do you want me to do, man? Uh, you know, other than the tax benefits and the benefits related to having children and then the benefits related to, um, you know, a business arrangement, I benefit if I stay married. What, what's the point? Anybody want to tell me what's the point? Man, yeah, what if, yeah, what if, what if you have children and, and one person chooses this? What if you have children and you raise those children and you're an empty nester and one person says, I'm moving out, but we're staying married? No, hell no. Yeah, maybe people are trying to save face. They really didn't connect with each other. What's the point? I guess it's better than divorce, is it? Mm. All right, here's a woman here. Woman tells how um, easy it would be to get flown out and then kicked out by Drake. Is she lying? Also, we're going to have a woman tell us, before we get into the blue chip mindset part of the show, woman tell us that women should have three boyfriends. As we already know, they don't practice monogamy. They practice some sort of social um, monogamy, but the rest of it is action steps. They have multiple men fill voids. So let's start off with the woman, the straggle, um, that says she was flown out by Drake. Uh, you can find out if she's lying or not. I don't know. You can ask if she's lying. And he was kicked out because, <laughs> because um, she recorded him and she allegedly has the information on her Instagram, which I don't have. So I wasn't able to find her Instagram to see and confirm this. But let's go ahead and play the video. Last month, Drake had flew me out. So I had made a video and I posted it on my Instagram story. It was a video of me inside a purple lingerie set. And I had tagged Drake inside my story, but I tagged him and I like made it real small so nobody could know that I had tagged him in my story. 
she a real straggle with her conversation. But anyway, um, I don't know if you guys can hear that. <laughs> She's basically saying she did a purple lingerie set, put on a tour story, tag Drake. You can you can shrink up the tagging, and then she's gonna say then he he discovered it. So let's go ahead and play it here. So I did not know that he was gonna even seek it. I'm not even gonna lie. So he had texted me in vanish mode and was like, "What's your number?" with the hard eyes emoji. So I sent my number quick. Okay, so um, uh, you know this. Listen, I know people think this is impossible to happen, but you have to realize. And when we did the story about Trevor Bauer, this is exactly how the woman met Trevor Bauer. This is exactly how the woman met Trevor Bauer. And I will say this. I see what she looks like now on video. I'm pretty sure she looks pretty decent with photos. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like she I, 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 I've had experience with women like this on the photos. They look way better than they do in person. So he might have done this. Trevor Bauer met his woman the same way. She tagged him in an Instagram story, and then he was beating it up. Not only beating up the piece, leave the box, that center cut, he was beating her up literally. So let's go ahead and continue. So he called my phone. We chopped it up or whatever. And that's when he was like, he trying to see me. And I was like, I'm trying to see you too. So there goes running game. Obviously, Drake is the one in the million man. But all he says is, I'm trying to see you. And she had no hesitation. I'm trying to see you too. Mm. Yeah. That easy. Guys, it's that easy. I don't think you guys know about the digital uh, way here. And, and this is a woman that might have had a little boyfriend on the side. This is a woman that's many dudes are running game on. This is a woman that many dudes think they're sleeping with for free. But we're going to get to that. That easy. Let's consider. Let's uh, let's uh, let, 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 let's continue. So he had booked my flight for November 16th. Mind y'all, we texting, talking, all of that November 13th. So fast forward, I got off the plane. He had sent a private out to get me. But before I went inside his house, they made me sign an NDA. One of the things I don't understand uh, about young women in general is um, a lot of dudes think that this would be tricking. And I don't get it. Uh, let me go full screen. I don't get it. Uh, many women meet very prominent men, CEOs, executive vice presidents, middle management, senior management, individuals, rock stars, athletes. And it don't matter. You go all the way up. And many men don't even get a chance to meet any of these guys. And some of these guys, men can change not only the women's lives, they can change men's life by this association. But because she's a woman, she gets put in front of prominent men and they still don't capitalize. They still don't capitalize at best. They can get a baby. All right. But they still don't capitalize and make anything out of it that is going to last them lifelong long term. So she was like, go ahead. I'll fly you out. OK, I'll get on a private jet. Most men have never been on a private jet. Then she gets on a private jet and she goes and meets Drake just because she puts a purple lingerie set on. Let's continue. All she got was um, hard salami and a bubble gum. That's all they end up with. Let's continue. So I can't really say too much, but I had looked at my NDA rules, so I know what I can and can't say. You feel me? So when I get in the house, we just sitting on the couch, chilling, talking. He kept on rubbing on my stomach and kept on asking questions like, do you want kids? And I'm like. Okay, so uh, there's a there's a lead in there. Um, I don't know. Again, we this is all alleged. I'm not saying this to be true. She could be making this up. However, she says he rubbing on her stomach. Do you want kids? As we know, Drake has been caught up with a lot of women like this, right? putting babies in them or hot sauce and condoms. Drake claims that he puts hot sauce and condoms. We're going to see her this, if this is going to be true, but then she did the whole straggle look. And that's that look there was 
Mm. And I'm like, that look right there is like, mm, no, nah, I don't want no kids, but with you, I'll have the kids. And that's you. A lot of women will let you nut up in them if it's financially feasible. All right. Somebody said Drake should sue. She's out here saying she's not violating the NDA, but I don't know what he would sue her for. That's the other problem. Mm. What is he going to get from her? Let's continue. What you trying to say? Like what you trying to say? We talked about this the other day. What you trying to say? If you want, if you want a baby mama, me just say that. <laughs> if you want a baby mama, me just say that. He just kept on rubbing on my stomach, asking oh. me, "Do I want kids?" I was like, "Yeah, I want one. I want a little boy." So we watch a movie. We drinking Casamigos. Then y'all know Casamigos bring out the freak up. <laughs> so y'all. So obviously she for the streets, you know. In these streets. Uh, this says a lot, but let's continue. I know we did what we did. I don't have to go in detail about that because it's self-explanatory. But he did not use protection, which was a little weird. But y'all know I'm just going with the flow. All right, so here's the situation here where she's accusing him of not using protection. And she says, y'all know me. She thought it was weird, but y'all know me. I'm going with the flow. Why? This guy's valuable. I'll let him nut up in me. I'll let him ski. I don't care. Um, and this is what she's suggesting to be happening now. And just so you guys know, this falls in line with what I talk about. A lot of guys don't wear condoms. All right, this is known. Celebrities. Celebrities don't wear condoms. I mean, you could go down the list. I'm not going to name them for risk of them trying to sue me, but they all have cases out here. The cases related to sexually transmitted infections and diseases. A lot of them have cases with child support. So it's very evident. A lot of these men think they're above getting STIs or above getting HIV or above dying for some peace leave. A lot of them um, uh, and a lot of women won't make these guys wear a condom either. A lot of men won't make these men um wear condoms either so they might make you wear a condom but when he didn't when he slid in there she didn't stop and she said well it's a win-win for me let's let's continue so after we did what we did we just cuddling and we're watching another movie so everything went left when i pulled my phone out so i had pulled my phone out and i had recorded him and as soon as he seen me recording him he slapped my phone out my hand I'm not even going to lie. I got a little scared because that slap was aggressive. Okay, so now she's accusing him of being aggressive towards her. And um, I think that's mainly the main storyline now because now she's what? She's trying to play the victim. All right. She's the victim now. And uh, what she's saying is I tried to record him. He slapped the phone out of my hand. So now this is a victim narrative that she's putting out there after portraying herself as a dirty draggle. And she definitely is in these streets. Let's continue. But after he had slapped the phone at my hand, he was like, you got to go. I was like, just look at this look, man. Any woman that makes this look, you ain't for me. <laughs> All right. Hold on for a second. Gotta go. I was like, yeah, that look right there. I cannot stand that look. I can't stand when women do this look. I don't care what, who you are, what color you are. This look right here. I can't stand. Now, if she's lying, she has a very vivid imagination, and that should be scary as well because you're dealing with women who are fantasizing about celebrity men like this. All right, anyway, what does this look? Hold on for a second. Let me see if I'm doing it right. And he slapped it out my hand. 
Is that the look? What the hell is that? Um, anyway, cloud is a cloud is a drug. Cloud is a drug. Just because I reported you, really. But I have posted the video on my Instagram. All the receipts is on my Instagram. So all I right. got time for y'all to be like, I'm lying and all of that. I don't know her. What do I have to lie for? What I have to lie for? A, a bunch of reasons. A bunch of reasons what you have to lie for. But listen, I don't have her Instagram, so I could not do any recon to figure this out. Moral of the story. What's the moral of the story? Don't pull your phone out. Don't put that. <laughs> that is the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story. Don't get flown out by celebrities. Don't let them skeet inside your belly. Don't let them bust inside your gullet. Don't, don't go see Drake. Don't let them run in you raw. I mean, moral of the story, don't record them afterwards. Mm. By the way, this does fit another one of CGA's principles that I tell you. They always record you or they're always wanting to get receipts when you're sleeping. You got to watch yourself. Watch yourself. In this situation. Okay, let's go over to the white side of the neighborhood and talk about what Kaylee is out here doing in these streets. Let's add it to the stream. Here's what Kaylee is out here doing. Let's see if we can pop her up. Play the video. Yes, I told you that you need at least three boyfriends minimum. But what are you going to do once you have those boyfriends? Let me tell you. So the first boyfriend is the main. He's usually the one, you know, you're getting the D from. You're spending the time with. You're investing with for a long term. That's the main. And now we have this side. Let me change my eye color for this side because I'm a different person. This side is the one you can always call when you're in trouble. The reason you have three boyfriends in the first place, let me tell you, is because you don't have a husband. When you have your husband, he's going to do everything for you. But the the side is for the one, you know, with the first one doesn't know how to do everything. So the side will know. And now we get to the backup. Let me change my eye color for the backup. Because you have to make him feel special. You have to make him feel like he's the main. But he's the backup. And the backup is just not as good as the main or the side. And then they're all just men. It's not really that serious. All right. So for most men, this is news and this is more fuel to the fire for your decisions to do what you're doing out here in the dating marketplace. But here's just the reality. Here's the cold, 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 hard truth. The reality is they've been doing this, guys. The reality is they've been doing this. And most people don't know. They don't figure it out. This is why, um, especially with social media, it has gotten worse. And they do have access to a very, very big crop of men now that doesn't mean she doesn't fall for the main dude and let the main dude beat it up raw but there's going to be other dudes that service them this is why monogamy is falling 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 far behind what we would call poly relationships even in the relationships where the dude there's another guy he's not even getting anything he's getting the the he's getting the promise of future sexual interaction but that doesn't stop him from continuing to do what he does that also doesn't mean she doesn't have a sugar daddy on the side. We showed many women talking about this. And I know guys are like, nah, they lying. They're not lying. Guys, dude, I, I know guys don't believe this shit. You know, you have a hard time believing this. This is, all of this stuff that I'm showing you is very easy to pull off for them. It's very easy. You, you're thinking Drake wouldn't deal with a straggle maggle, daggle. Yeah, dude, it's easy. It's a layup. For a Drake to get into a DM and it's a damn layup. But you're like, nah, he got more important things to do. Dude, I've seen guys fly girls out. I've never been the guy, the type of guy to fly a strange girl out. I've seen guys fly girls out. 
Boom, boom, bink, bink. She back home in two days. <laughs> and nobody knows the wiser of it. Nobody even is aware. Nobody even knows she left. She could have said she had an appendix, appendicitis, whatever, especially private charter flights. I know people can't believe it, but it's, it's super easy and it's super cheap. And you can't believe a woman would go out there. Now, this all see, here's the conversation. It's, are all women doing this? That's what the conversation is. Not my girl. Is girl Are girls doing this? Like, are all women doing this? They're doing a form of it. They're doing a form of it. If they have social media, they're doing a form of it. Okay, look. They're doing a form of it. So they do have the dudes that are available to them and, and, and DMs and giving them the, the emotional support. Some girls are going all over. They're doing the sugar daddy. They'll lay there, let the sugar daddy hump on them, get the money. They'll skedaddle. Um, women are getting flown in overnight, especially if they're Instagram models. They're doing this. Some of the vacation. We're already talking about this. If they're highly attractive, you're already doing this. And some guys put up with it. Some guys put up with it, meaning they'll go, listen, I know my girlfriend has an OnlyFans. I know my wife has an OnlyFans, but it is what it is. So anyway, somebody says it starts with the feed pictures and then it goes on. So uh, work husbands, play cousins, homies that I went to school with, they're all kind of doing a version of this. And this is where relationships are going. And thus, men will adjust. Men will either participate in one of the roles or they'll they'll abstain, meaning they'll say, no, I'll go my own way. I'll live a free agent lifestyle. Or they'll they'll be the, instead of the main dude, they'll be the side dude. Instead of the side dude, they'll be the sugar daddy. Right. Very easy to figure out. Let's get to some super chats. Then the blue chip mindset. The next episode is going to be don't buy anything in 2023. And then five things you need to focus on on the next 365 days. I think is it a leap year. No, we're living in an odd year. But, I mean, even year right now. So no leap year. Uh, man, what a world, man. What a world we live in. But I, there's nothing I can tell you. There's nothing I can tell you. But guys, you got to find out on your own. <laughs> oh man did i get shot x no i didn't shout out to the blue pill patriarch he says my mom has been trying to move in with me since my early 20s she has been married to a decent guy who took her in with three kids the disrespect he puts up with and um and he says her and my sisters red pill me there you go right there i don't know how old you are now but i'm gonna just let you know it will be a tragic mistake to let your mother move in with you. Don't do it. I made that mistake. I'll never do it again. <laughs> I made that mistake. She was down on her luck. Oh, come on and say the state was way longer than it needed to be. I was like, oh, my God. So don't do it. Don't do it. Just act like you ain't got the space. Don't do it. Now, if she's in her 80s, okay. Then you need to figure out a plan, formulate a plan. But if she's anywhere in her late 50s, 60s, 70s, don't, don't do it. She's going to ruin your life. It's going to ruin your life, brothers. I'm just letting you know right now. She will ruin your life. She's going to ruin everything about your life. Anyway, Shot X says 2022 was a pretty good year. Lost 50 pounds, put money back in my money market after some bad investments. And got my IUL set up for the future. 2023 will be better. Sorry, ladies. No dead weight. No dead weight. Guys, relationships-wise, no dead weight. I mean, this is the worst time to get into relationships. Mass Man says, CGA, did you see that Karen Steffens just announced her pregnancy at age 
44. What the hell, CGA? I can't go Roski with these 40-year-old women no more. It's not safe. Everybody needs a retirement plan. Everybody needs a retirement plan. When it comes to black women and Latino women, they can get knocked up at damn near any age. They're very fertile. So if you're dealing with them, need to wear a Jimmy hat. White women and Asian women typically aren't going to pull no shit like that. They typically ain't built like that. Unless, yeah, anyway, <laughs> with that being said, I don't even know how she would be pregnant, though. She announced it. How did she get pregnant? But the pregnancy for women at an older age is a safe, fail-safe plan. You get 20 extra years of guaranteed uh, support. Now, I'm not saying child support, but you get 20 years where the, there's another person that she has to lean on financially. So that's what she's doing. Now, if somebody's going to say she got her own money. Guys, you don't know what nobody has. You don't know what anybody has. Just because you believe somebody to be a millionaire and you can get on the internet, oh, she got $3 million. Again, you got, you're got you worth $3 million. What do you have in terms of cash on hand? And what does your 2023 look like? And are you still generating money, income? People in this part of uh, the, spe- the sector of the entertainment field, they don't know if their income streams are going to stop and it can stop overnight. So don't just assume somebody has got money because they have a certain lifestyle or they're entertainers or they got a book, don't matter. They still got to be able to put out content to keep generating money. And if they're not doing it, the pregnancy is a dip, is another source of income that she can have that is guaranteed. Mm. It's guaranteed. Like she can't, there's no wiggling out of it. She's going to get some sort of support somewhere from whoever the baby's father is. You can't even you can't even guarantee that type of income in her entertainment industry on our podcast. So anyway, we're going to call you Abdio, Abdio Lawrence, $8,000 necklace. He says could have had maxed out his Roth RRA with 2000k left back. He could have had 2000k in his hand, maxed out his uh Roth IRA. By the way, blue chip mindset. You have 3 days to max out your Roth IRA. Look up what your limits are. I believe the Roth IRA is somewhere between 6,500 and 7,000 or so forth and so on. It is an opportunity for you to max that out before the calendar year or else you'll have to start all over and you miss the year of putting into your Roth IRA. Anyway, JC says, it's all good till you get that consistent cough. (laughs) It's all good to uh, get that consistent cough. All right, Be Real Mahogany, the apex predator, trains daily to destroy you while you smurfs fail to adapt and survive. 100%. 6K is the max. Okay. Uh, one was 6,500. Thought it was 6,500. But anyway, thank you for the uh, 6,500 6, I have right here, but 6K. Uh, apex predator, and we showed you three apex predators. We just talked about them, too. But that being said, I want to remind you guys, it's 6,500 if you're 55 and older. Okay, thank you guys. We got to get the information right. Uh, but go ahead and look up the information to make sure we get the right information. Okay, so um, anyway, let's go back. The apex predator. Women sit around all day. Women sit around all day figuring out the social dynamics of relationships. This is what they do. And I want you guys to think nothing that they do is by accident. Let's listen to this. This is why men have to adapt and adjust. This is why I don't believe going back to the 90s works. Because 
in today's world, they have the benefit of the doubt. And they also can get a result that they should be fully aware of to where nothing's an accident, meaning what they wear and how they style their hair, how they dress, how they approach things, what they go out and do on a daily basis is planned because they're anticipating potentially a certain response. Many times this response can end up where they get something positively. And then they will get the negative responses and then try to push that off. I don't want the negative response. I did not intend for that. That is called plausible deniability. But if they happen to hit the lottery, they happen to re meet uh, a rich man, they happen to meet a baller, they happen to get, you know, the guy that gets, they, they that offers them a relationship, then they deal with the good things that came from that planning. Same thing with the pregnancy. There's no such thing as an unplanned pregnancy. If you have sexual intercourse and you know your ovulation chart, which you should, you should know the likelihood of you getting knocked up mm. went extremely sky high. There's only a 72-hour period or window that a woman could get knocked up and that could be extended by a day or two on either side. There's literally a seven, three to five-day window a woman could get knocked up. So if she lets you slide in them guts, this is not an unplanned pregnancy. It's a planned pregnancy. You understand what I'm saying? There's, we have too much knowledge and information to keep playing games with you Smurfs. Let's get a lot more logical with this. And why am I telling you this now on the blue chip mindset? It's because you Smurfs think you're getting something for free. But a lot of times the woman is planning how to get you on one end or the other nothing's by accident nothing's by happenstance and this is how they get you because they think you know you might have got it the first five times for free but oops it is what it is and that's part of the game now we're gonna say they know so now uh there's a reason why we should know we shouldn't know somebody said it's not that simple coach <laughs> i don't know what you think is not that simple a pregnancy is not that simple I'm not sure what you're talking about, sir, but it's very simple. I, I broke down the biology. There's plenty of videos you can watch here on YouTube that shows you what ovulation means. It is that simple. If she's not ovulating, she does not get pregnant, period. <laughs> she is not in ovulation, which means that egg is not released from the fallopian tube and available for sperm to enter it there's no pregnancy. Zero. There's <laughs> a 0% chance she gets pregnant. But if there's sperm inside of her, of her walls and the fallopian tube releases an egg and there's remaining sperm, viable sperm in there in that five-day window, pregnancy could happen. The, incre the, in the likelihood that a pregnancy happens increase significantly. It's crazy. And it's that simple. She says, I'm a woman. I don't give a shit what you are. You're a dumb woman. You're a dumbass woman. If you don't know simple biology, it's that simple. It, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't give a damn if you're a woman. That means you're an ignorant woman. Look <laughs> what you talking about. I'm a woman. It ain't that simple. It's that simple. <laughs> you talking about I'm a woman. And you don't know what ovulation means? Jesus. 
This woman. Well, I'm a woman. Big dummy. Who cares? You big dummy. Who cares? <laughs> you're a you're an idiocracy woman. If you think it's different. No, well, if I'm not ovulating, the possibilities are please. <laughs> Here we go. Please tell me you took biology 101. My God. Anyway, let's get it. Greg C is in the building. We share the name. Greg C, coach, you are reaching these simps in the in your comment section. They still believe an NDA or a prenuptial agreement holds up in court against a woman that you make that uh, a woman you make a sexual abuse claim or sex charge. Shaking my head. I know. I know. You know, you guys think these things are bulletproof. Well, she signed the NDA. He can sue her. Guys, what would you sue a straggle daggle for? I'm just letting you guys know. You can sign all the NDAs you want. You can have women sign all the NDAs you want. The reason why you would sign an NDA is because <laughs> she's also a nurse too. If you have a woman sign an NDA, you, she basically could get sued for breaking the NDA. But here's the question. Here's the question. What would you sue a straggle daggle for? I'll wait. <laughs> what are you going to sue a straggle daggle who has nothing for? What, what are you going to sue him for? To shut her mouth? You're going to sue her for her apartment that she doesn't own? You're going to sue her for her Nissan Altima? What are you going to sue her for? Assault? That There's no such thing. There's nothing. Yeah, her, her, her collection of wigs. So at some point, they'll go, I got nothing to lose. I signed the NDA. I got nothing to lose. You could have a cease and desist. I guarantee you he doesn't even know where she lives in order to serve her to do a lawsuit. I don't know. Maybe he can have the power of social media. How are you going to find her to serve her to shut her up? Same thing as these prenups. Y'all gonna realize, man, the game ain't leaning towards men to have much, much success in the relationship category, meaning you don't have the authority that you once did. Yeah, ironclad prenup this and ironclad prenup that. Women aren't dumb. <laughs> Garnish her paychecks. She's a straggle-daggle. The likelihood that she has a paycheck is low. At best, you're gonna get her golden corral paycheck. She getting her golden corral check. All right, so she made $400 this week and, and, and $800 in tips at Golden Corral. <laughs> she worked for Pizza Hut. What are you getting? There's no suing. That, I, don't, I don't get it. She, she don't got no paycheck. She hustles men. There's no paycheck. All right, anyway. Soldier for God says, love is the root of all evil. Money is just a tool. Money is just a tool. That's what we have to understand. Money is just a tool, and we use tools in here. Okay, D. Rose is in the building. What does he say? About to start my day, but I'm tuned in, coach. Appreciate y'all. All right, we got Everett BCM, best damn show on YouTube. This is the Blue Chip Mindset, free agent lifestyle for life. Okay. And uh, the, the the likelihood that you're dealing with a prenup or a NDA means you're dealing with women who are lower class than you. Remember, this is a blue chip mindset. 
Only deal with women who has as much to lose as you do. Unless you're paying them. Only deal with women who have just as much to lose as you do. The womenizing days are way over, guys. Look, the only dudes that are somewhat womenizing are either higher status men, like extremely high, and they're still paying, and lower status men who think they don't pay. All right, but they got nothing to lose too. So they're the equivalent of a straggle daggle, right? So I just, I'm messing around with all these girls. And then I'm like, show me a picture of all these women you're getting them and messing around with. I guarantee you they low status at best. Shout out to BH. No government name says blue chip mindset is the greatest show on YouTube. And we're going to get into it right now. Only mess with women. And I'm talking about relationship wise. And I'm talking about friends with benefits wise. I'm talking about free hookup wise. Only mess with women who have just as much to lose as you do. That right there is going to save your life. That's a life changing philosophy. For instance, if you are a married man and you want to cheat on your woman, on your marriage, right? You, you have high status and I can cheat on my wife and you have that philosophy. You better be cheating with another married woman. <laughs> you better, or you better be paying a straggle daggle to stay in her place. Because if you are married and you can lose your whole marriage for your wife finds out and you go and mess with a girl who is single, she going to blow up your spot. And if she doesn't blow up your spot now, she'll blow up your spot later. Eventually, she's going to want the primary role. She's going to figure it out. She's going to go like, why am I doing this? Okay, what? Uh, you leaving your wife divorce? Always mess with people who have just as much to lose as you do. Listen, this will save your life. All right. TJ Holmes, Emma Yadoka, the dude. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's simple. Simplify the rules. Simplify the rules and the game will be easy. All right. Paul says the IRS didn't cash my uh, $2,100 check yet cleared my balance owed. What? He says N-E-S-A-R-A is coming, man. Look it up. What is that about? They wait, they didn't cash your check, but they cleared your balance. I don't even know what this Nasira is. By the way, I had that happen to me too. <laughs> All right. Long story short, I won't say it because I can't give up too much info there. But uh yeah, I sent them a fat check. It's the National Economic Security and Recovery Act. Uh-oh. Mm, man, I don't know what's going on. IRS has changed a lot of things that they do. So you want to do some research on they made a lot of changes on what they do. Um, I, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to bring on no bad karma myself. But um, when it comes into it, when it comes into it, they changed the way they did things dynamically. Right. Um, you can now have, uh, you know, payments. There are they granted amnesty. Um, you know, they're doing the six hundred. Oh, by the way, they paused the six hundred dollar. Don't take this as truth. They paused the six hundred dollar threshold for all of the pay, payment apps. They paused it because they didn't have enough people ready to uh, get this down in motion. They paused it. So there, there's a lot of stuff going on, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of changes going on with the IRS. So get ready. Yeah, it's, and it's not good, meaning it's not going to benefit you. Don't think that you're getting over because they said they were going to do something and they paused it. Uh, they're, 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 
something's up, man. Something's up, man. And you, he said they did. It's true. He says a lot of banks pushed their back on this. Oh, yeah. So the banks put, so the IRS says $600 report on PayPal, Cash App, all these things. And then they were going to say they're going to do this. And then they paused it. And the bank institutions and the Fed, they're at, they're at war. Guys, there is a war going new, on. New, 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 new world order. There's a war going on, and we just don't know about it. There's a big global war. There's a bank war going on. Banks don't want the interest rates to be raised. The the I, the the Fed is raising them like crazy. There's a big war going on, and they're gathering firearms and munitions, and y'all running around here trying to get straggle daggles for points. You better figure out what's going on. Yeah, there's a spiritual war, and all of this is going to affect you later on hardcore, and this is what we're here to talk about. Let me do one more, and then I got to get going here. Um, no government that says, Coach, could you imagine if they would uh, allow adjustable payments on auto loans? D dude, do not let them, do not get them talking. He says, we got to save the normies. This is what I'm here to do. Adjustable rates on an auto loan? Oh, my Lord, let's get into that. Let's get into this money. Let's talk about this blue chip mindset. Don't buy anything in 2023. Why this advice might save you thousands. God forbid they have adjustable rates on auto loans. But let's talk about this. Uh, Bill Gates, uh, the, the people who make money, the people who make the world go around. Why is this not showing up? All right, here we go. I got it now. There's probably going to be an ad on it by the time I click back. But don't worry about it. We shared this article with you right here before. Jeff Bezos says the economy is not looking too good. We know this to be true. This is, shouldn't be something that people don't see coming. Uh, hold on to your money. That means stay cash available. Don't buy cars and TVs. Now, the reason why he's saying this, and a lot of people are going to say, well, rich people are going to buy cars and TVs, and that's absolutely true. But what he's trying to tell you is don't buy things, meaning finance them, because you're going to lose big time with the rates increasing. So you have the interest rates that are going to affect the mortgage rates. And then with people with negative credit, you're going to be targeted by companies, finance companies, people promising you 0% interest for 90 days. People that are promising you, they're trying to get you to um, get home loans and make you a first time buyer. And they're going to target minorities. I'm going to show you this. And I'm hoping this, this, this info saves you because you're going to think I'm ignorant. Y'all, you're not a financial person. No, I'm not. But I am actually have some intuitiveness spirit about the world. I can feel things. I can feel them. And ladies, I can feel you. Do not finance things is what he's talking about. Let me go ahead and show you what's going on. And I'm going to leave you with this. If you don't remember anything from this stream, remember this. There's two types of people. People who pay interest and people who earn interest. And that is going to be the lesson for 2023 and 2024 and 2025 and so forth and so on. Because people are going to finance things today out of stupidity that is going to affect them for the next six years. So there's two type of people, people who earn interest and people who pay interest. Which one are you? Now, there's always a gray area. There's people who use debt in order to leverage that and all of that stuff. We're not going to talk about that today. Let's keep that off of the marketplace and stay black and white. Most people don't do any of those things. Those are people who are able to do it. And most people who do that, they fail. So let's keep that out of the conversation, please. No Grant Cardone shit today. We're not pulling that bullshit today. No Robert Kiyosaki. And shout out to those brothers. I love them. And I listen to all of them. I listen to the even people I don't like. 
I listen to Dave Ramsey. With this being said, we're not going to talk about using debt as leverage today. We talk about that on the money mindset. Let's stay focused. There's people who earn interest and there's people who pay interest. Most people pay interest. And when you pay interest, you pay two and three times what people earn in interest. For instance, uh, many of the best money markets that you can get on the on the on the average earning return is between eight and ten percent. But many people pay as high as 15 and 18 and 20 percent in interest on things that they finance. OK, so that's the difference between earning interest and paying interest. I met a young woman. She's 19 years old. She just bought a car. She bought the car and she told me, and this is most people keep this as a secret, especially with mortgages and auto loans. This is why I don't trust people when they tell me they make good financial decisions. This woman told me she has an auto loan, 84, no, no, 17, 72 month payment, $600 a month. She's 19 and her APR is 22%. 22%. For the next 72 months. And she already wrecked the car. The car is already wrecked. Now, it wasn't her fault, so she's going to get an insurance payoff. But most people don't know anything about APR or interest and how that's going to affect you. Many people shop by payment, in which I mentioned earlier. If you're a payment shopper, you make a salesman happy. Not only do you make the salesman happy, you make the finance person happy. So you want a car and you say, I want a monthly payment of $300. Most people are dumb as hell. Listen, I sold cars for a couple months. I heard people come in and do that. I sold Fords. People would come in back at this time, a $300 a month payment 20 years ago. That seems like it's likely to happen, but they would want a Ford Expedition. They would want a Ford Expedition at $300 a month. Now, all you'd have to do is do the math. The expedition is worth $35,000 at the at that time. Now it's probably worth $55,000. But let's just say it's worth $35,000, okay? Go ahead and divide that by how long you want to pay for the car, and that will give you your monthly payment. Unfortunately, that's going to give you your monthly payment without interest, okay? Mm. When you tag on interest, because somebody's got to make money, i.e. the bank and i.e. the auto loan place, I mean the dealership, how do you how do you find out $300 a month is a possibility? It's not it's just not possible. It's just not possible, but that's a payment shopper. So then what happens is the bank will figure out how they can make $300 a month possible. And they might say let's do it for 72 months, 84 months and then into the 90s, which people are doing in order to be able to afford a vehicle. Now gentlemen, do not do this. Do not do this. What you should do is find a way to get $2,500 and buy a used car. I actually put that in my book in the Free Agent Lifestyle in 2018. Then you can save money and put yourself in a better buying position. But dumb people will finance auto, car, auto vehicles with no down payment. A down payment helps. I know against conventional wisdom, people think that the, the car dealership is getting over on you when the dealer says, Hey, the salesman says, hey, do you have any money down? And you say, no, I'm not giving you anything. That's not smart because you're actually going to do what? You're going to roll in the registration. You're going to roll in the licensing. You're going to roll in everything that you go down to the finance store, uh, finance part after you do the, the figures. You're rolling all of that and you're financing that. It's dumb. Save your money or save your money and buy in cash. 
this is what don't buy anything means. People are making these decisions many times out of desperation or many times they go to the dealership by themselves and they get railroaded and it's not railroaded. You're actually doing something that is very common sense if you actually apply some knowledge behind it, right? Don't go to the, and, and by the way, once you're done with the salesperson, financing is going to get you tore up, okay? Now, some people are saying go to your credit union and get financing. Even then, in this time, even going to your credit union, the interest rates are so high compared to the previous years, it doesn't make sense to finance anything, even through a credit union, right? First of all, you got to have good credit and you got to have a little bit of uh, years with your credit union. And even then, today, auto loans, APRs are going for 8 9%. 8 or 9%, depending on your credit. If it, your credit's poor, we're talking about 18%, 20%. Do you realize what, the, what you were getting auto loans for three years ago? You were getting them for 4% because the interest rates were super low, 1.5%, 2%. You were getting auto loans for 4%. 5%, 6%. If your credit was really poor, maybe 12%, 13%. Okay, but you got to have excellent credit. This is the benefit of having credit because then you can negotiate. Then they're willing to make deals with you. But many times people with good credit also have cash available to them. So many times that they also have a financial literacy. So they're least likely to do stuff that are going to put them in a bad financial position. And they're least likely to be desperate. They're least likely to be desperate. Somebody says, I'm only paying 43% on my Hyundai. Yes. Oh, and also, and also, many of the companies, what you should, and I'm not going to say what companies are predatory to minorities. I don't want to say this because I don't want to get sued. But there's certain car companies and certain banks and certain mortgage companies that are predatory towards minorities. And they often are seen, minorities are often seen driving these vehicles because they will tell you, bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, so forth and so on. Come on in. We'll take care of you. $300, $400, $500 a month, we'll get you in your car. And they will tear your ass up. They are preying on minorities. Let me show you a, um, let me show you a, a chart here uh, where, where they're doing this now. Um, and I'm not saying that this bank is predatory towards minorities. But we already know the situation with the housing marketplace. We're at the top. We're actually going to have a decline in home values. Not only that, we have a rise in interest rates. You're basically going to pay the difference between, um, you know, depending on the interest rates or the property value. You're talking about an extra $900 to $1,000 a month in your mortgage compared to even two years ago. And so what they'll start doing is doing things like this. Bank of America launches zero down payment mortgages to help minorities buy homes. Are you serious? Are you what? What year? What, what? When did this shit roll out? September 2022. What? This is this is terrible. Zero percent. Like who's doing this? Like, but but people will fall for it. Listen, and I that's what it is. Hey, if you fall for it, you fall for it. I think that's not going to be something that's going to be uh benefit you in the long run. But you do you. You do you right now. All right, um, let's see here. When you want to calculate APR on, on a car loan or on any loan, this is what you should consider when before you get a loan. And guys, trust me, I've made, I've made a lot of these mistakes. So I'm actually telling you, I'm actually telling you 
hey, I made these mistakes before, not knowing, without knowledge. What do you have to consider when you get a loan? This is why they're saying don't buy anything. They don't want you to get loans. The one thing you have to worry about, number one, is the loan amount. Most people are ignorant about the loan amount. Most people don't negotiate on behalf of the loan amount. They negotiate on either the the monthly payment or something else. So the amount of the loan, you got to consider what it is. You know, and so the amount of a loan is going to be your the the actual price of the item. You know, minus any trade-ins or minus any 1031 exchanges or whatever you're doing is going to be the actual price of the car, the actual price of the house. If you don't have good credit, you don't have leverage to negotiate. Oh, by the way, everybody that thinks that the housing market is going to crash and there's going to be half price homes and you're going to just walk up to a house and buy it, you're out of your mind too because there's going to be competition. And there's going to be people with cash on hand to buy these houses right from up under you. So if the property values decrease by 20, and you're seeing it now, some areas, 20%, 30%, 40%, 50%. And you think, oh, here we go. I'm going to just go get me a home equity loan or a home loan and and put in my 20%, my 5%, my 10%. You're going to get bought out. There's people with cash waiting for this. This is why we're telling you to get in position. They're ready to cash out on buying homes. Them homes going to fly off the market quickly. You ain't going to be able to wait 60 days until your loan funds. Trust me, you won't. I've seen this happen already. You're not waiting 60 days for your loan to fund. There's people with cash on hand. Okay, so let's get in here. He said there's a lot of people waiting. Um, The next thing you have to worry about when getting a loan, not only the amount of the loan, is the loan term. This is where you guys get screwed Yes, yet again. I think it's reprehensible to have a loan past five years, an auto loan, and it was almost unheard of 15 years ago. But now people are doing 72 months, 84 months. When I worked in mortgage, I was trying to get a new couple into a house. They just had a baby. And this dude had a piece of shit car, financed it for 84 months. I was like, that car won't be driving in 84 months. I don't even remember the car. I never even heard of the car. All right, But I was like, you bought that for 84 months? Are you crazy? 84 months. 60 months is absolute max. And even then, it's an indicator that you're not in good financial position. To um, you're, It gives me an idea that you're going to be upside down in the value of that car. You don't want to be upside down on cars. This is why down payments leverage against being upside down. Okay. Um, you're going to lose the, the, you know, you guys know all of this stuff. When you drive it off the lot, it loses 20% of its value up to. Uh, most of these cars past five years are completely, they lose significant value. BMWs are one of them. You can get BMWs dirt cheap for cash. I bought two BMWs, one for $2,500 and another one for less than $10,000. And they were, they were very nice cars. These cars lose extreme amount of value. But you're going to finance cars past five years when, when, when the, uh, the original warranty is two years. Then you extend it warranty down in the finance department for three, four, five years just, just to get it to the five-year mark. And then once it hits year six, now you're paying repairs. <laughs> okay. Anyway, mm. now you're paying for repairs. So it do, in, in my mind, um, you know, six years, cars are outdated body-wise and they're outdated technology-wise. So you're going in there to finance a car way past the five, way past when the car is viable. And you're going to be upside down in that car. And probably you're going to extend it another year because you lost your job. It's, it's, it's actually crazy. So, um, guys, I made these mistakes. The other thing you consider 
and people don't consider uh, because they're so focused on the monthly payment and what they can afford is the loan interest. This is where you get hammered. This is where they say, I want $500 a month payment, and then they let it fix in for 92 months. <laughs> okay, 92 months. And then you got your $500 payment, but your interest rate is significantly high, 12%, 15%, 20%, 40%, not 40%, but at least in the 20s. Your, your interest rate or your APR could be in the 20s, right? And then also certain fees and origination fees. This is what happens in mortgages and whatnot. I don't know if you guys know, um, salesmen, finance people, mortgage loan officers, I'm telling y'all secrets they don't want you to know. Uh, these people get kickbacks. Uh, auto dealers, they get kickbacks on selling the car or selling a house. So this is how mortgage people get paid. Like you'll, you'll deal with a mortgage officer and won't pay anything, especially if you're a buyer. But um, many times they have origination fees. They have a lot of fees in there that are somewhat hidden and you don't know that they're in there. This is the same thing when people say they made money selling a house. But I'm like, I'm sure you had to pay. And then they bought another house. I'm like, I'm sure you have to pay origination fees and all kind of other fees, closing costs, all kind of fees to either get in and out of these properties and in and out of these cars. How much were those fees? It's not as simple as I paid for and I and I sold for. It's not as simple as that. Um, but um, as an auto salesperson, yeah, processing fees, yeah, mortgage insurance, PMI, there's a lot of things where you guys get really roasted. And it's comical to hear people say, I made $150,000 on my home sale. No. That, that's what you bought, and that's what it sold for. But let's break down what happened in the interim. Let's break down what happened in the interim, and nobody wants to break that shit down, okay? And you probably took a bad deal getting an adjustable rate mortgage, and you probably paid way more interest than you should have before you sold it. And you probably took a HELOC out at some point, 30 grand, to do what? What did you do with that HELOC? So, <laughs> you know, uh, let me tell you something. As an auto sales person, if I sell you a car, and uh, down when you go to the finance department, the finance department sells you a car alarm. Um, they sell you the, uh, the uh, you know, they they say, oh, you know, you need to protect the paint. And they put this thing, protection paint coverage, mats, stereo speakers, and all of this stuff. I get a kickback. So when we have the monthly meeting or the weekly meeting, they say, hey, Greg, you sold four cars this week. And when they went down in finance, they bought blah, 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 blah. And they'll give me $25, $50, $75 back in cash to me as the seller, as the seller. Yeah, heated seats. I get that back because I sold you that car. Now, I didn't put, I didn't, I didn't tell you to get any of those things, but I get a kickback. Not only does I get a kickback, the finance department gets a kickback. Not only do they get a kickback, the, the general manager and the um, auto dealer gets a kickback. But that's put into the price of the car. It's put into the price of the car. Yeah, gap insurance. I get a kickback. Everybody gets a kickback off of your dumbass because you didn't have any leverage and you walked in there and didn't realize what was going to happen. Not only that, your, your payment increased $100, maybe $150 from when you negotiated with the sales and the general manager. Then you went to finance. Your prime payment increased from $600 to $750 because you wanted this extra shit. And you financed it. You financed it at 20% interest. I mean, dude, I tell you, man. I tell you, it's absolutely crazy what people do. And trust me, I've done one time an auto loan where I didn't know all of this shit, and I thought I was getting a deal, and the guy left rubbing his hand like Birdman until I got on the other side and figured it out. This is why leasing cars many times makes way more sense, and you will find out that wealthy people lease cars. 
many wealthy people lease cars. So when people say, oh, those cars are rented and they tell some rapper that they rented the car, most of the time it's very smart that they rented that car. All right. Car rentals and leases and open end leases and close end leases are very smart financially. Because buying a car is almost worthless by the time you get to the end of the financing period. It's worthless. You're and you were underwater the entire time. So you guys got to know this going in. And uh, most people don't know it. And they pay a lot in interest. This is why when you buy a house. When you buy a house. And the house is worth 350 But by the time you finish with the mortgage paperwork. The credit run. The interest. And so forth and so on. By the time you get down to the paperwork. That 350 house over a 30 year period. Is going to be at least $650,000. You can buy a car that's worth $18,000. And everybody got a kickback. But your auto loan is for $40,000. <laughs> You're like. You paid double. And not only did you pay double. Just on the initial paperwork. By the time you get to an adjustable rate. And the rate adjust. And this marketplace getting an adjustable rate. Is the equivalent of shooting yourself in the foot. But that's neither here nor there. But by the time you get down to the end and in between you had, you know, you had a foreclosure or you had to short sell or you had to do any of these things in between that people do. You took out a HELOC, you extended the loan, you refinanced. What the hell, bro? You didn't pay three times the worth of that property. Now, unless you sell it at a higher value, you bought it for 350 and you were able to wiggle out of it at 550, 650 at a peak market and you can get rid of that additional interest over 30 years. That's the only time you got over, bro. And last part of it, the maintenance that you're going to put in these cars, the maintenance that you're going to put into your house. How are, how are people thinking they're winning? When I know for certain you done got got. I already know you got got. You don't even have to tell me. By the time you, you, you whittle this down and I start asking questions, most people got got. <laughs> they got got. I'm like, I don't care what you say your house value is and your car value. I guarantee you, you got got. So um, anyway, the reason why a Jeff Bezos can say that even though he is a person who sells to consumers, he's telling you it's probably not in your best interest to finance anything or buy anything. He means financing. Now, wealthy people, let's get to that part of the show. Uh, let's see here. Let me close these down here. Where's the wealthy people here? Okay, I talked about Bank of America. Oh, one more thing about financing. Uh, 0% down. 0% financing for 90 days. Guys, if you don't have it, don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. And this is Dave Ramsey. If you do 0% financing for 90 days, you know what's going to happen. And the basic premise of this one is, and this is what's going to happen. Okay, you do the 0% financing. They say, hey, you know, we have 90 days, 0%, 0% down, 0% financing. Uh, you could get finance 0% for, for 90 days. You know what you're going to do? You're going to spend more money. I didn't even have to get down to the bottom of the article. What you're going to do is they're going to say, hey, this thing costs $6,000. You're going to be like, I really don't need it. You weren't going to buy it. But then you heard no, no, no money down. 0% financing for 90 days. Oh, really? You're going to get it and you're going to spend something. You're going to spend something that you didn't even have the money for, the cash on hand for it. Even if you have somewhat of the cash, 
you're still going to overspend. That's number one. Number two, what you're going to do is you're probably not going to pay it off in 90 days. They're banking on a good percentage of their population not paying it off. So they offer it. Let's just say 40% of the people pay it off. They still won. They still won because 60% of the people didn't pay it off. Now, the next question to ask is, what is the interest rate when the interest kicks in on day 91? What is the, what is the interest rate for that? <laughs> because that is where they got you because you might not even negotiate what that interest is. Or you might even see what the number is. What's the interest rate when I uh, on day 91? Well, it's 40%. Let's just use an outlandish number. <laughs> yeah. You might say, well, that's going to encourage me to pay it off. But you know life. You know Murphy's Law. What will happen will happen. Timing is a bitch. Karma is a bitch. So I know that I might think I'll pay it off in 90 days, but certain things pop up. I might go on vacation. Oh, oh, somebody might get sick. I might get in a car accident. There might be a whole bunch of things that happen. And then when that interest kicks in and it's 50%, now you're done. Now, now you're done. Now it's not a $6,000 item. It is now a $12,000 item. I'm just being facetious here, but I'm giving you an example. Now it's $12,000 and you playing catch up. You know what I mean? Now you playing catch up. So you guys got to be wary of these things. And I know by, uh, and also those, those, those three months you didn't pay could compound. So it would have been 9%, but now they're going to compound it. And it's now nine times three, which would be 27%. I mean, these things happen and it's in the paperwork. It's in the paperwork. This is why Jeff Bezos says, don't buy anything in 2023. Don't buy anything. And don't, and don't tell me it's predatory. Because you should know this information. They're not praying on, they're praying on you because you're stupid. They're not trying to do you any favors. <laughs> they're trying not to do you any favors. And of course, payday loans and all these things are reprehensible. Let me get these things here. And then we got to speed through this here. Um, let me see here. We're, we know that the Fed is going to raise the interest rates, continue to raise them, small percentages incrementally. Banks are against this. So you have the feds versus the banks. Banks don't want these interest rates to be raised because obviously it's going to slow down their business. Once it slows down their business, they start leveraging their, 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 their products against ignorant people, which unfortunately sometimes are minorities, but that's what it is. Okay, but the feds are raising points uh, to historic levels and they're doing what? To fight interest rates. So it's going to be a considerable long period of time before they get it down to where they want it to. They want it down to what? Target range between four uh, four and a quarter and four and a half. Dude, you know where we're at? We've lowered it down to 7%. We got a long way to go. All right, Um, what are we doing here? I'll, I'll share this later. Let me do some super chats and get to these contributions. We'll talk about budgeting and then also five things to focus on in the next 365 days. If you find this information valuable, contribute to today's show or hit the like button because our like ratio is not very, very good. If you think I'm ignorant about what I'm talking about, well, go ahead and bet against me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look, the only thing you can do is short whatever I'm talking about. You know what I mean? But uh, most of the time I've worked in these industries long enough. I don't know everything. I'm not a financial expert. I'm not giving you financial advice or legal advice, but I've seen people do things. And I've also made some of these similar mistakes. 
I've seen family members do these things and not be in a good position to buy a damn thing, but they want to buy a house. And when I break down what they're doing, they go, man, it don't make sense. And I say exactly because the people who are trying to sell you these products are not going to break this down. They're not breaking it down. They're going to think they're you're getting a, they're you're going to they're you're going to think they're doing you a favor and giving you a deal. They're not. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. And there's some there's some shark ass predatory uh, salespeople out here that know what they're doing. Soon as you walk out the door, they be like laughing at your ass. There's a car dealer video where the dude's dancing. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. Oh, man, I want to find that video. There's a dude, he like breakdance in this car dealer, dude, and or he's a car salesman. That's what they do when you walk out the door. <laughs> I wish I could find the video. I don't have time. Let's do these super chat. Trust me, I've been on the, I've been at what they call the, um. <laughs> he said, got that motherfucker. Yeah, it's a Mexican dude. It's a Mexican dude. And he like breakdancing. Where is he at? Or a Latino. I will call him a Latino, not a Mexican. Let me see here. I'm going to say car, sales, car salesman dancing. Break dance. Oh, here it is. Let me see if I can do it. Let me see if I can have it right here. Oh, I got him. <laughs> I got him. What's his name? His name is Joseph. Hold on. I got to turn the music down so I don't get a copyright. This is what car salesmen do when you walk off the lot. <laughs> right here. This is what they do right here. <laughs> <laughs> yep when you walk off and you sign that paperwork you drive that car off the lot they'd be like have a nice day <laughs> that's what they do bro <laughs> he like gotcha bitch you bitch yeah bitch shout out to the car salesman like man come on coach you ruined my business that be they ass right there get him Giddy, I gotta give him some music. Gotcha, bitch. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. That's what home mortgage loan officers doing. This is what home mortgage officers doing at your bank when you walk in there with six hundred and twenty credit. Talking about my credit karma, say my credit is seven hundred, and they pull up the Experian, and your credit ain't seven hundred, and your credit is six twenty. Uh, your credit is six twenty. You know what? I'm going to have to do to your ass. I'm going to help you out. We got a program for you right here. <laughs> That's what car salesmen do and mortgage loan officers do it into your ass. Oh, he hooked me up. I got this cool mortgage loan officer. Yeah. He doing it. He doing it. I love it. All right, Super Chats. Let's stop messing around. Timothy Garnett, hey, coach, he says you should do a collaboration with DS. He says, I think he would be an interesting live stream. Shout out to him. I don't think so, but <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, he's a cool guy. Shout out to C3 Augustus says, coach is giving away gems today. Y'all better listen up. I highly recommend Thomas Soul's Basic Economics, fifth edition as well. Shout out to him. Uh, guys, man, it's it's all about. I, 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 it's all about the basic understanding of economics. And again, I'm not even an expert, but I know supply and demand. This is why we talked about during the reparations thing yesterday. I said, dude, soon as that check lands, soon as the Eagle lands, everything that you would tend to buy is going to be double and triple in price overnight. And people are like, no, nah, no, it's not. Look, let me tell you something. I just had flight cancels for my kids to come see me 
for their holiday break. I went on to other airlines and the flight that I paid was 240 a ticket, the original price. Now that Southwest canceled all of their flights, do you know what the flight costs? Do you know what the new airlines were charging? $880. That's called supply and demand. They know that there's a demand and they can increase the prices. So you think you're getting a check, but whatever you like, they're going to triple the price overnight. So you guys got to know that that is a economic strategy. There's nothing wrong with it because if I'm a hustler or if I'm a salesperson and I have what you want, supply and demand. Supply and demand. And whatever it is you tend to like is going to go up quickly. Quick. Oh, the humanity. You can't be mad at people and they can and will do it. You think they're going to be like, oh, we'll just keep the prices and let you guys do a whole bank run on them. Ain't going to happen. Nope. <laughs> All right. Ain't going to freaking happen, bro. Your power your power as a consumer is to not purchase when it doesn't advance. Uh, it's not an advantage to you. Don't purchase. I would freeze out all of these uh, uh, people that are financing and getting you in bad. Freeze them out. And then they will figure out how to lower their own rates as opposed to letting the Fed lower the rates. Anyway, U.S. Army retired. I just Googled the new maximum finance auto loan. It's 98, uh, sorry, 96 months, which is eight years. And the new maximum finance home loan is 480 months, which is 40 years. Oh, the humanity. So, guys, you guys got to realize, I grew up in a time where even a 60-year auto loan was crazy, <laughs> Right? That was crazy. And you might even walk on a car lot and say, no, I want to pay it off in four years. Or you might walk into a mortgage office or a bank and say, I want to pay my loan off in 15 years. They'll find a way. They'll find a way to get you into a 30-year mortgage. They'll find a way to get you in a 72-year-old auto loan. Oh, you know what we'll do is we'll cut the price. We'll slash this. We'll do that. They want you in a 72-month. They want you in a 40-year uh, mortgage. It, it advantages them because there's, let's go back. There's two type of people, people who pay interest and people who earn interest. They wait, make way more money off of you off of earned interest and they get way more kickbacks. But it's sad. A lot of people, I meant 60 months. Then I, what did I say? 60 years. <laughs> I said 60 years. Sorry. Sometimes I mix those up. I grew up in a time, I'll say it again. I grew up in a time where the comp, where even a 60-month auto loan was weird. A 60-month auto loan was weird. Now we've approached the average being 72 with the max being 96 months. Calculate that. Do, do the math on that. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Let me, let me add that shit up. Let me add that up. Wow. Fucking eight. All right, so look. I took six hundred. I put six hundred dollars times ninety four. That's going to be fifty six thousand dollars. All right. If you're doing that, you can't afford that. Whatever that is, that's fifty six dollars. Fifty six thousand dollars. That's without interest. So without interest. I'm sorry. That would be with interest. Obviously, if that's the financing. Fucking a. I bet you the car is worth twenty eight thousand. The car is worth twenty thousand. You just paid fifty six thousand dollars. Unreal. 
speaking my mind says I now live on 40% of my income. Yes, oh brother, that's when you do it. That's when you cash in. Luger Storm says, don't forget about the cosign loan coach. He says, people mess up their credit by not paying on time. Yes. Don't cosign a loan for anybody. I would never. I never, I never, ever would cosign for anybody. Not even my kids. Not even my kids. What I would do is I'll put the car in my name. <laughs> All right. I'll buy it for me. Then they can buy it off me. But I ain't cosigning no loan for my damn kids. No. I wouldn't, nope, not for my mama, nope, nobody. Not for my damn wife, ex, nobody. Okay, I need money, says you have until end of tax season for the IRA. <laughs> All right, um, the end of tax season, really? Okay, hashtag blue chip mindset. Is that true? Is that true? So that could be April to April? I don't know that. Somebody confirmed for me. Thank you for sharing that. Ghost J says, thanks. For these blue chips, coach, that's what we do. I'm here to help. Even if I have 80% of the conversation right, it's helpful to somebody. Jones G says, you're saving lives out here, brothers. Respect to CGA. And I said that backwards, but I appreciate you. Um, Oatmeal, Danny says, I'm only buying into the free agent lifestyle in 2023, and we buy into it. Um, there was one thing I was going to tell you, watch what you put on your credit as well. So sometimes they will tell you things that, you know, I actually made a mistake recently. I made a mistake recently and I got, um, this thing and I won't say what it exactly is, but I could have bought it outright. Like I was in position to buy it outright, but, um, it would have been like something that would have been like worth $3,000, but they, they got me. They didn't do any 0% interest. They were just like, oh, it's just set you up with monthly payments. And I was like, what? And I was like, all right. So I did it. It's no big deal. I can pay it off right now. But what I didn't realize is they literally, like some of these things they don't put on your credit. Some things they do. Like, you know what I mean? Some things they put on your credit. Some things they do. But this thing they put on my credit, which I didn't know that they would do it. I didn't know that they would put that thing on my credit. So I looked at my utility like how much credit I'm using. And there was a thing on my credit. I was like, what is that? I go back and it was that thing. I was like, why would they? <laughs> it's not the type of thing that goes on your credit. Like, I think it's very flimsy to put that type of thing on your credit. And I'm like, the fuck? Like what? Anyway, because they didn't, they don't sell it that way. And I was like, why would they put that on my credit report? Now it does. You know, paying it down can help if you're in a bad credit situation, but it was not enough. It wasn't worth enough. I, I kind of just paid it off. I could have just gave him the cash. Somebody said a firm did that to me once. Yeah, I, I look at it and go, that's the type of shit that could. Yeah, that's petty. I'm like, that is petty, but you guys got to watch out. You don't know certain things that they're going to put on your credit report. They're just like, no, it's kind of like cable and cable doesn't do this, but you got to watch out. Maybe satellite companies do this. Oh, it's just. $40 a month. We take it out of your direct debit. Don't worry. And then I look on my credit report and it's on there. Like. <laughs> like that's silly. It's silly. Like it. I don't know if it helps you that much to make those $25 payments. <laughs> like what the hell? I could have just paid it off. So watch out for stuff like that. I was kind of ticked off that they, they, they threw that on there. I'm like, man, what the fuck? 
could have done without that shit. No government name, says coach. Tell them. Don't go to Renner Center or any of those buy here, pay here places. Another trick on those 0% interest for six months deals at major stores is that if you don't pay the loan off, then it charges you all of the interest for the 0% interest period. Yes, I think that we talked about that. And I said, yes, the interest compounds as well. So whatever you didn't pay in month one, two, and three of the 90 days, once you get to the 91st day, you pay the previous three months plus going forward 80% interest. So something I'm just being facetious there, but yeah. So your interest rate on day number 91 skyrockets, and then you're going to end up in the paying, you know, a third more or maybe even half more than you would have paid by paying it off. Okay. Um, never rarely ever be the person. And we're getting, a, we're kind of getting to that point again now where we have all of these things that we pay monthly expenses for, you want to watch out for this because it adds up fast. It kills your budget. Because before, we were trying to get rid of cable, but then we started going to apps like Netflix and Hulu and um, all of these things. Then, then everybody else came up with an app. Now we're getting dinged 15, 20 things per month, and it gets out of hand. And many times you forget to, oh, I forgot to cancel that. And you pay more than you actually use or get the value out of it, right? HBO Max so forth and that was just ex expensive as cable right um um but what tends to happen is as well is that um a lot of people then continue to finance things along the way with that too right i'm getting to paypal you can tend to finance things ahead of that so you're doing qvc you're doing best buy you're doing all of these other things that are going to be additional monthly payments and then by the end of it you're getting ringed. You're getting ringed significantly. So watch out for that. That's going to be a thing that's going to crush your budget. Okay. People telling me to hurry up on PayPal. It better be $100. All right, shout out to Kevin. He says, had to replace my tires earlier this week. Keeping a portion of my budget as the in case shit happens. Was definitely a gem. And I'll show you that today, guys. He says, I knew this would... I knew this would break probably 80% of Americans. Yes, when you have to do stuff like that. Shout out to the Money Mindset Group and the Coach Gang. This is what we teach you. We call it Murphy's Law. I'll show you a budget sheet here in a minute that we show with we that we um we give to the members of the Money Mindset Group so they can track their budget. Shout out to Dots Tokens. I was just renewing my tags yesterday, and the girl attending to me was so dry and mean. The pictures on her de desk suggested that she's a newlywed and that we just had Christmas. She seemed super miserable at like 30 years old. Then her guy looked super soy, just a mess. Man, men will marry soy boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Women will marry soy boys. Don't think that just because you're marriageable that you're have um that you're attractive, that she has that she gets wet for you. Women don't marry men, they get wet for. This is why we say they dry up like the Sahara Desert. They married men because you are usable in some sort of way, meaning they can get over on you. You have the finances. That's why they marry you. Your husband material. Sizzo for the blue chip mindset. You're right, coach. If she doesn't drop that neck and succeed, then neither will your relationship. But these Mitches are too afraid to break up if their girl doesn't cooperate 
You won't do it. You'll be like, oh, yo, you won't do this? Yeah, break up. I know I was there at one point, guys. I used to be there, but I manned up. Jay Russell says CGA for president. They don't want me to be president. <laughs> they don't want me to be president. I don't want to be president either, but shout out to you. We got three more on PayPal. Then we'll continue with the show. Jay Cool says, Coach, I'm looking forward to the main topic of the day. I ended up not spending that $900 on that television since I did not need it. Instead, I am now going to use it for fun. We already know what that means over the next few months. And even then, I could buy more important things than I actually need. And 2023 is going to prove this point and that you're right. Oh, and women are run, running these institutions you mentioned earlier right into the ground. Yes. And some of these institutions will get bailed out because it's going to get tight for them. If people do find out um, that um, if people stop spending the money, which is never good for an economy, you want people to spend money. That's how the economy works. But if, if the economy slows down and people don't spend money, it's going to put the banks in a really interesting predicament. They're either going to have to comply, offer favorable deals, lose money. They're going to have to figure it out. KW says normies are only considered. Normies also only consider paying the minimum payment. Wow. He says, thanks for this talk. I am planning on paying off my auto loan next year. That is true, too. Paying off the minimum payment, especially when you have a high APR or interest rate, you're going to get crushed. People have found this out with student loan debt, even though student loan debt tends to have low interest in the past. Where they make a payment of the minimum payment, but they find out the next month. Have you ever done this where you pay off a credit card? Oh, I can't afford to pay this down. I'll pay the minimum payment. The next month's statement is higher <laughs> than the previous months. That's if you got some badass credit card. Discover, not, I won't say, damn, I mentioned one. I don't want to mention names. I don't want to mention names. But <laughs> you do that, and then you go, whoa. So be careful with that. Newski says, my girl keeps wanting me to buy a house. Guys, do not listen to your woman asking you about, do not listen to women about buying a house. Do not listen to women when they tell you to buy a house. They have done zero research. They have done no research. They don't know what's in the mortgage. They don't know what's in the paperwork. They don't even care. It's a win-win for them because they're going to get it off of you in a divorce. And do not buy a house with a woman you're not married to. Don't do it. They don't know anything about mortgage interest, PMI. They don't know anything about adjustable rates. They don't know anything. They just want you to damn... Sign the paperwork. Don't listen to them. By the way, they will least likely buy the home in their budget. This is why uh, real estate agents love women. We call this woman, the we call them the decision maker. Most real estate agent salespeople are trained to find out who's the decision maker in the home, person, home purchase. Many times it's the woman. And her decision is something like, I like the backsplash. Or I like that this has a somewhat of a, um, I like this open floor plan. I like the pedestal sink in the bathroom. 
I like this one has one of these center islands. That's what she decides on. Mm. Oh, you like this? You like the black splash? Oh, you like the pedestal sink? She likes everything in the kitchen but cooking. Mm. You ask her to make you some eggs, she's out there sniggling at you. But you bought a house with the damn center council island. Granted, <laughs> meanwhile, you getting ringed in a house you can't even afford. Trust me. And this is a girlfriend. He says, my girl keeps wanting me to buy a house and her friend is a realtor. Mark. She keeps telling me it's, buy, it's cheaper to buy. Mark. That's more normie logic. I told, uh, I told her a house is a way. I told her the house is way more than just the payment. Let's pay off of our cars first. Let's pay our cars off first. But she won't listen to me. I'm going to let her lose. I'm going to let her lose her hair with the house. I'm not doing it. Okay, yeah, it's time to get rid of that one. Mm. By the way, most women are the ones that are pushing these home purchases. I heard renting is just throwing away money. You know what's throwing away money? Me being with your ass. Mm. <laughs> you know what's throwing away money? Me keeping your ass around. That's throwing away money. That's the, that seems to be the biggest waste of money going on right now. I, I could save thousands of dollars if I got rid of you. Talk about written waste of money. No, it ain't. I'm renting all of this shit because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of you. And that's you. I can save a ton of money. <laughs> Please. Anyway. Let's get back on with the show, man. Let's, just, let's take a look at this budget sheet real quick. You guys can save a lot of money switching to free agent lifestyle. All right. Hopefully, I don't have any personal information on this sheet here. Uh, this is uh, topic number five. Five things to focus on in the next 60 days. Uh, first of all, if you guys didn't hear me grifting earlier, the Money Mindset Group is alive and well. For the last year, we've been making men rich out here. We've been making men rich. This is the budget template that we pass on to our Patreon members. And it is a budget spreadsheet that is formulated for each month for you to keep track of your budget. This is a template sheet that I created on Excel or numbers. It is available to you. I think it should be available to you either way. And guess what? The formulas are already imputed in, in the sheet. All you have to do is put in the numbers. So say, for instance, I have incomes first stream of income, secondary stream of income, and I make $3,000 a month. Okay. You guys probably can't see this, but over here, it keeps track of your expenses, what your budget is. You guys need to start having a budget. One of the most important features of this street is Murphy's Law, which is a 10% increase in case shit happens of your monthly expenses. So you have your total monthly expenses, a 10% increase on what you need to make it through the month. Plus, it will reveal if you're in the red or in the black. Let me give you an example. Let's say rent here. Let's put in rent. Let's say rent is $2,000 a month. I know that's way over budget. And let's say I have an auto loan or a lease of $1,500 a month. I know that's way out of chip, way out of range. In the budget, can you see this? In the budget, it goes in the red if you are over budget. You see their total expenses, Murphy's Law, 10% increase. We go over this on the money mindset. We be dropping gems, and it's patreon.com backslash Coach Rick Adams. 
We be in here dropping gems. Murphy's Law is an item. 10% increase, your tires go out. You didn't plan for it. You didn't save the maintenance for it. Your tires go out. Boom. It increases at an extra 10% your budget so that you can afford it and keep it in mind. And then with that extra 10%, if you don't use it, you can save it, put it in a money market account in addition to your savings, right? So we have all of these categories here that we talk about here, all right? Liability insurance, life insurance, disability insurance, gasoline, auto loan. I put it as Petro, home maintenance, repairs, cleaning services, landscaping. What about the personal care, clothing, dry cleaning, cosmetics, grooming, haircuts, your personal training gym membership fees, entertainment, dating, kids, lessons, country club dues, vacations, hobbies, Okay, all of these things, healthcare insurance, all of these things are categorized and you can basically fill out this spreadsheet and know where you are each month. If you have a budget plan over a year, over six months, you can set this budget up for yourself. If you're tricking and you have junior college girls on your roster, you can put it on there as a source of entertainment and then you can figure out with your accountant how to write that shit off or 1099 them. Brothers, this is what we teach you over here. This is what we spend time doing and breaking down. We don't just go over there and talk about the thotties. We teaching you guys how to get, get, get to that millionaire mindset. And speaking of that, speaking of that, check this out. Do you guys know this? Let me put this up. Do you guys know this? And you will see people spending money, but these people have the money. Many of these people still holding on to the money. Record number of millionaires betting against the stock market in 2023. Record number. They're shorting the market. They're expecting that there'll be the tumble or a downfall. If you're in the investment stage of your life, which you should be, is what you. this is how you get over investing. Expect there to be a fire sale of stocks, blue chip stocks, great companies. Right now, they're still cheap at this particular point. Even if you want to, uh, if you had an investment strategy and you have excess resources and you can double down on uh, other things that are somewhat low cryptocurrency and you want to roll the dice on that, you can. I know people are like, it's a scam and all that stuff. Hey, roll the dice. You have the money to do so. And with that being said, millionaire investors think the stock market will fall. Stocks will fall in 2023, but it could be a big buying opportunity for you. This is why we, this is what I set my, my life up for. This is what I set my life up for. When I said free agent lifestyle in 2017, this is what I was prepared for today. This is why I keep bringing you to doom and gloom because I keep saying, look, I knew this shit would happen and I'm ready. This is why I said this ain't the time for relationships. If you got relationships and you chasing ass, but you're not ready for these opportunities today, you're in the negative. Because why? Because why? The emergence of the new class of super rich. Oh, shit. Millionaires are on the move. Here, 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 let me show you something here. There, there's a I missed an article. They are expecting to be 7.7 um, million more high net worth individuals in the world and by 2023. Okay, I'll say this again. 7.7 million more millionaires. While you waiting for your reparation check, okay, millionaires are being made in 2023. They're going to be getting made and no, I ain't clearing my damn cookies. You getting it without me clearing the cookies. F them damn cookies. All right, so the emergence of the new class of super rich. The cent, the centimillionaire, 
Dude, they're going to make it over on your ass because God, then the next three years while you're financing vehicles for 94 months and doing home mortgage loans for 40 months because your girlfriend wants to buy a house, the people who got the money, they're going to make double and quadruple their money, okay, in the next five to six years. Billionaires may grab most of the news headlines, but a new landmark report reveals that they are outnumbered nearly 10 to 1 by a fast-growing group of ultra high net worth movers boasting 100 million or more in assets. Okay. Many of the people who you're calling grifters, they're going to be the ones that come up on top and you're still going to be somewhere in 2016. I don't want you to be that guy. I don't want you to be that guy. Because the five things you need to focus on going in 2023 is these right here. Item number one, make money, not friends. Make money, not friends. Oh boy, we got enough homies. We got enough friends. We got enough people in our social circle that are pity parties of one. We got enough ass shaking. We got enough alcohol. We got enough booty, booty. We got enough of that, bro. We didn't have our share. And matter of fact, if I want it, I can buy it. But we don't need no more friends. What we need is money. I got money. What you need is to get in the financial position. What you need to do is item number two, build your network. We talk about that extensively over on the Money Mindset series. How to formulate your network, which is your team. You're the head coach or you're the general manager, you need to hire a head coach. You need to have a right-hand person, right-hand man or woman. You need then need to have categories filled of what people serves what. Your network is going to be your network. If you're not building a network of like-minded individuals that don't give a damn if you grift and don't care if you give a damn what you're doing out here, that want you to stay focused and get that money, yes, indeed. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. A lot of people that got a whole bunch of friends got a whole bunch of nothing in their life. All right. They got no network. And then they end up making bad deals with people who think they're their friend. Oh, my friend is a real estate agent. They're going to hook me up. No, they're not. They're going to make their commission check. <laughs> okay. That's what they're going to make. They're not your homies. They're in your network and have good people in your network that are going to look out for you. Okay. Number three, set up additional income, uh, revenue streams, additional streams of income. I cannot tell you how important and how life-changing an additional income stream is. And I know there was times where I didn't have an additional income stream. I don't have any now, by the way. I have zero. I lost my job. At one point, I had multiple revenue streams, but that time is gone and passed. But with that being said, side money, additional revenue streams will change your life. I remember I didn't have it, and I had one income stream, and I would be like, but how can I get an additional stream? Guys, additional streams is going to be money for you because the, even an extra $500 over a calendar year is big money to a person who previously didn't have it. That's $6,000 in your pocket. Now, if you have three, four, eight revenue streams, this is why people are rich and wealthy. This is why they're wealthy. They have eight streams of revenue. 
five streams of income. Some are small, some are large, but every dollar counts. So a person might be wealthy and their lowest revenue stream might be three rental properties that they own, which they probably have a net return of three to $500. But you multiply that over three to four properties. Now you got a net income per month of $1,200. But I guarantee you that's not their only income source. They probably make a lot of money up here and a lot of money in the middle, money market. Then they have other things they make money from. And then that extra $1,200 goes a long way. When I started off YouTube, one of my revenue streams was T-shirts. And I hated doing them. I hated doing them. But what I realized was at that time, not today, I was making like $500 extra a month. Okay, $500. Now, when I wasn't making that, that $500 was hitting. I didn't notice it the first three months. And then I was looking, why do I have extra money in my account? And it was hitting, 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 hitting. I was like, wow, that actually makes a big difference. And over time, you can actually do something with that money and actually sock it to the side, invest it, put it in your Roth IRA, write it off. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that you can do with that. But make sure your additional revenue streams are not jobs. Make sure when you got to hustle, make sure the side hustle is somewhat passive. That is going to be the secret or you're going to wear yourself out. Okay, we don't want to burn out after a couple of months or years. So don't say I got two jobs and they're two full-time jobs. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to burn yourself out. So you got to make sure it is somewhat passive. It doesn't take too much of your time. But start setting them up. That should be on your mind. I don't understand what the conversation is about Brittany Renner. I'm not dissing content creators that's talking about them, but come on, man. Brittany Renner can't help me unless she dropped that neck when she's here. It's barbecue in So there. she want to bring that ass. Yeah, but if she ain't here, I ain't worried about her. Somebody said examples. Vending machines, healthy vending machines, ATM machines. Okay. Apparel would be an example. Apparel would be an example. You could go to Custom Ink. You could tell people you got shirts. I sell Lakers shirts. Go to Custom Ink. Push them shits up. You know what I mean? Come on. Go out there on game day on Sundays and then go out there and pitch some shirts. I don't care what you got to do. Just make sure it's legal. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you could do here, man. Yeah, write a book. Um, so you guys got to get creative. Um, what I'm going to tell you is see, somebody says examples. I gave you examples, but don't do that example. Don't do that example. It doesn't fit into your, it doesn't fit in there. You don't have the investment. Inve uh, ATM machine, you got to have the hustle. You got to have the place to put the machine. You got to buy the machine and you got to have the excess money to be able to have to come out of that machine. That don't help you out. But you can get on Fiverr and you can use your talents to leverage them. Maybe you're good at Photoshop, graphic design. Maybe you're good at doing what? I always hire people to do timestamps. I hire people to do, um, I hire people to do um, uh, editing. I hire people to do thumbnails. I hire people to make graphics. I have, you know, that little uh, CGA cartoon graphic. I hire people to do, um, damn, I can't think of the name. But basically, they take my content and they, they, they put it in the writing form. I pay people to do websites. I don't do it now because I'm broke, but I did before. What do they call it? Transcribing, transcription. Transcription. I say, listen to all this shit, transcribe it. Boom, money. If you're a writer, creative writer, if you can write grants, boom, income. Consulting, coaching, income. 
Okay. So when you're doing, when you're doing this and you can actually do things, you know, get you a paralegal's license on the side and then do case file casework, paperwork for dudes that are getting divorces. I know you can transcribe with AI. I know, I know people are like, you can transcribe with AI. I'm just telling you what I've done in the past. I don't continue to do that. So I'm just telling you what I've done in the past. And most of the time it's, it's somewhat cheaper. So I'm doing it with AI. I'm still using my time. See, no, I'm using my time. I'd rather just pay the person. I'm not going to sit there with AI, sit up there, set it up. No, go ahead and get somebody to do it and they can edit it and they can get that shit firm. I paid editors for my book. I bet you, you could pay AI to do it, but I'm not going to do it. I pay somebody to do it. We can have a conversation. I don't have to depend on talking to a computer because the computer's going to fuck it up. They don't know what monkey double backflips are. <laughs> Computer doesn't know what monkey double backflip is. So it comes out fucked up and I got to pay an editor. All right. So <laughs> you know what I mean? You cut lawns, landscape. There's a whole bunch of things. You are a handyman. Guys, I've, uh, listen, I'm going to stop giving this information because this is what we talk about on the money mindset. This is what we talk about on the money mindset. This is why you need to make that investment because most of the time I'm telling you this shit, you ain't going to do nothing. Okay. You ain't going to do nothing with the information. You're still going to be stuck. Go to the monkey, go to the go to the money mindset, and we break all of this shit down. But there's plenty of opportunities. You're just not using your noodle. You're not using your skill. You're not using your network. You're not using the available time on your hand. This is why we say, this is why we say money, energy, attention, and time. And then we say you pay women in time, even if you don't pay her money directly. And then dudes argue with me, and then you broke. By the end of the month. Or you don't have a second income stream. And I say, why don't you have a second income stream? But you was telling me about all this ass you get for free. No, you wasted your time. And you invested your time in the women to get her center cut for free. No, you paid. You paid and you paid dearly. And you paid compound. And you paid significantly over a period of five years. You're going to realize how much you paid. Because you're not going to have what you need to have in this time. Soon as it's time for me to say, okay, brothers, houses are at half price. Let's go in. I got a network of brothers, city to city. We're going in and we're buying houses cash. I'm going to look at you, Mr. Player. I don't pay for sex. And then you're going to say, I ain't got the money. And I'm going to say, damn, look at you, you fool. You paid an awful high premium for some sex. (laughs) You paid, you paid, you jerk. You paid very high because you're not in a position to capitalize and become the new group of millionaires. You paid because you got no money in the money market. Let's buy all of these stocks up. We're going to get together and go on the money mindset. You guys that don't pay for sex don't even pay $50 for my money mindset group. And then when we tell you this is the sectors that are going to be exploding here in the next few weeks, put your money in. You ain't got no money for the course and you ain't got no money to put in the marketplace. Mm. But you don't pay for sex. Huh? (laughs) Yo, it's crazy. Stop telling me to go do stuff. I'm still in the middle of my shit. Stop telling me to do super chats. All right. It's crazy. But the residual look, what are the three most important words? What are the three most important words that will change your life? If you've been watching me long enough, I know you know monkey double backflips. What are the three most important words that will change your life? Let's see if somebody knows it. Anyway. 
Yeah, do some damn internet content. Do content online. He said, don't get married. <laughs> Financially, financial words. What are the three financial words that will change your life? We got one person doing it. 7-1 is on it. 7-1 is on it. The three most important words. We got some people on it. The three most important words. Write this down in your notes. Compound. Passive. Residual. Those are the three words that will change your life. Compound. Passive. Residual. Anything other than that, you just doing normie shit. You're doing the bare minimum. Compound, passive, residual. Now put income at the end of all three of those words. Compound, income. Compound, it would be not a compound income. Passive income, residual income. If you have those three things working for you, Money will be money will be made easier than you would ever think to be made. Now, you're going to have to set yourself up for those three things. It could take you three years, five years, or 10 years. But if you get those three income streams, if you get those three, those three things working for you, you're going to be what they consider rich. If you don't have those three things, the likelihood of you getting rich decreases because now you're going to need it to all be income and you're going to need it to all hit right now. Like you're going to need a million dollars to hit. You're going to need a lottery. You need going to win a bet. You're going to hit the, you need to hit the casinos. So that's the only way you're then going to hit what they call wealthy. But a person that has compound interest working for them, a person that has passive income working for them and residual income, they almost won't be broke. Like the time, the, the, the likelihood that they'll be broke decreases it decreases because even if they lose their job they have compound interest working for them over a period of time they have residual income coming in meaning they wrote a book they did some content they sold something they have a catalog of music they have art whatever it is that that's going to continue to earn money even if it's 500 bucks um and passive income they don't have to use their they don't have to use manual labor they don't have to burn themselves out now, they might have to do a little bit of work here and there, but the passive income is coming in without them having to wake up and thinking about it. Do those three things, and it'll change your life. That's how rich get rich. Let me go into this one here. So we got five things. Make, make money, not friends. Network. Up your income streams. Try to get to five. Try to get to three. Um, invest in yourself, meaning not only your mind, but your body, invest in yourself. Not, uh, wealth is useless if your health is shitty. So invest in yourself. Also treat yourself. Take a vacation. Take some time off. Take a breathe. You know what I mean? I need to do those things. And then last one is set up a budget. And that's what I showed you earlier. Go to the money mindset if you want that budget sheet or if you're just savvy enough, create it on your own. Why recreate the will? Go to the money mindset group. Uh, Patreon.com Patreon backslash Coach Greg Adams. Top Patreon level. We got about 50, and the secondary level is almost um, 100 and something people. So they're getting this information. All right, let's get to these super chats. Get to these super chats, man. Hey, look, the information I gave you today, you don't even have to be a millionaire to give it, and you don't even have to be a millionaire to, um, to show that that's happening, guys. I mean, 
This is how you get wealthy. Uh, waiting around for a miracle is not the way you get wealthy. Even though, even if you get a miracle, let's just say a miracle happens, you're still going to be broke. <laughs> what is the number? 85% of millionaires that hit the lottery, 80% of lottery winners go bankrupt in five years. Um, NFL players go bankrupt three years after they retire. Even though they became a millionaire, they lost it because they didn't have compound residual and income. I mean, uh, passive. You still lose it with a broke mindset. The reparation checks are going to hit. I guarantee you 80% or 90% people going to be broke by 30 days, maybe 90. It won't matter because the mindset is not there. None of them are going to set up compound and compound won't work even if the check hit residual is not there and passive income won't be there. Neither will there be a next income stream. I said, I will take a residual. I will take a reparations check because I already have income, but well, I don't have income now, but I already have income. So that is an additional stream of income. It works for my favor. But if you have zero income and you're politicking for a flat check to come, that's your sole source of income. You're going to be broke. I don't care. I don't care what you think you're going to do. No, I'm going to do it. No, you're not. If you haven't done it now, you're not going to do it then. Let's get to these super chats. <laughs> All right. That's called mindset. Okay. Luger Storm, don't forget about the cosign. Grant Cutler says, when I buy a car, do it. Wait, wait. When I buy a car or you, when I buy a car, do a secure loan against my savings, I pay myself back to principal and I get a clean and clear title. Boy, that's an extra thing right there. That's an extra bit of information. Grant Cutler's doing a secure loan against his savings. Interesting. Ladies love cool. C says normies would buy, rather buy the new iPhone instead of buying a multiple shares of Apple stocks. Yes. Um, th there's a philosophy called if you don't wear it. Wait, if you don't own it, don't wear it. I think an investment. If you don't own it, you don't wear it. Meaning, if I don't own Louis Vuitton stock, I don't wear Louis Vuitton. If I don't own Jordan or Nike stock, I don't wear Jordans or Nike. If I don't, if I don't own Apple stock, I don't own an Apple phone. Most of the time, these stocks are worth less than the thing that you buy into the company. Right? You buy a twelve hundred dollar Apple phone, but you don't own any twelve hundred dollars of Apple stock. So think about that when you go forward. If you don't own it, don't wear it. Because it would benefit you to wear it because you own it. Now you are walking billboard for something that you have equity in, as opposed to having equity, having no equity, but you're a walking billboard and you don't capitalize. Anyway, let's get in here. Joe Jones says, wife said she wasn't expensive. I said, yeah, if you take out, wait, if you take out vaccinations, you're not. <laughs> what? Cutting down on vaccinations. What? In 2023, Blue Chip Patriarch says, joined the Army at 19, financed the 06 Audi at 18% with the $554 monthly payment. Car was originally $16,000. Overall, I paid $25,000 for it, and I made $650 biweekly. Car insurance, $200 monthly. Wow. So you made five. Okay. So that's going to be 1200. That's $1,300, 14, 15, 
and that was your income 15 no 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 your income no sorry your income was 1300 but you were paying $500 for the car yeah we all make that mistake we all make that mistake right we make those mistakes and we want to teach guys to not make that lower flash says where do you find these people uh, you use for fiber where do you find those people you use for fiber fiber mm. <laughs> all right um anyway somebody delete savvy's comment there wait a minute where do i find people on fiverr on fiverr wait a minute hold on for a second what that mean i'm confused I go on Fiverr, and then I look, then I find them on Fiverr. All right, shout out to Domain Stickum says, I asked for center cup, but she gave me the burnt ends, the rib tips. <laughs> All right, anyway. Mm. Speaking my mind says, find the leaks in your budget. Find the leaks in your budget. Oh, yes. Go on your budget. Oh, this is actually going to be one of the reasons why people do, don't do, and we'll go to PayPal why people don't want to go through their budget is you're going to be embarrassed at your own self. You're going to be embarrassed at the things that you spend money on or that are basically going under the open areas of your house, going through the cracks of your window, right? But if you really want to sit down and give yourself a reality check, go through your damn monthly statement. Go through your statement. You're going to see leaks. You could probably save 100 bucks just going through your statement right now. Yeah, if not 200 bucks. And guys, dating is a waste of money. If you think renting's a waste of money, dating is the goddamn worst waste of money out here going. There's no bigger waste of money going on right now than dating. Dating is absolute budget buster, crunch. It's a waste of money even if you don't pay. I know you don't pay. But just the time invested, it is garbage and trash because most people who date are garbage and trash mindset. Well, the man's supposed to pay for the date and you know, well, you need to go 50-50. If you're doing that, you're, waste, you're wasting your time and money. I can't even explain it. The minute I stopped dating, my bank account increased like by $50 a week. 50 bucks a week. If you don't think that's a lot of money, it's a lot of money. Just spending time swiping on Tinder is an absolute trash activity. I mean, you just wasting time and money. Now you're sitting across a, a person you really don't care about. Anyway, let's get the KW PayPal. Dating is due for a man who is broke. Dating is the one thing. You, please cut out dating. Please cut it out of your budget. If you have it in your budget to date and you barely getting by, I don't know what to tell you, man. You, this That's a trash activity. It's low frequency, low level activity for a man. For a woman, it's somewhat of a come up because she gets a great benefit. She gets the attention. She gets the time. She done many times she gets a meal or some shit that she's trying to get. But it's a trash activity for men. And if you have to date, it tells you where you are in the world. Like, what are you looking for? 
Okay, uh, what? How old are you as a human being? Where you can't don't even have a social circle good enough to get one person to be around you for a good amount of time without trying to swindle you? Some stranger trying to swindle you out of a meal? Your social circle that week? <laughs> you don't have a church. You don't have a organization, a team that you support. You don't have a Buffalo Wild Wings. You don't have a. You don't have one girl you can pull off. No. And for women who date, that tells me a lot about you too. That tells me a whole bunch about you that you got to be on Tinder dating. You low class, low track, you low hanging fruit at best. There's nothing of value. Your, your perceived value is way too high. If you're on a dating app wanting to get taken out on dates, trash. Mm. <laughs> I can't even consider you of high value. You low value at best. And then depending on what dating app you are, I'm going to tell you, you are extreme trash. Plenty of fish garbage there ain't nothing that person can do for you absolute the lowest of the low the next lowest of the low is tinder if you're on tinder ladies asking for some dude to do anything for you garbage whatever your value is your perceived value it's way too high way too high. your price is set way too high if then you're on bumble you nothing but a feminist and then you combine that group of women that try to go garbage. Mm. I want to be in control. I want to be in control. Mm. <laughs> then next up to that is hinged. But even that. The best dating app going right now. <laughs> it's Instagram bar done. You can get right to the point. All right, what do we got here? Steven B says, Coach, you've made a tremendous impact on my life this past year. He says, I'm now making 90K annually, closing on my first home, which is a townhouse next week, and doing nothing else but saving money, eating healthy, and exercising. And appreciate you, brother. Shout out to you. I'm rich, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> Match.com full of old women ass overvalued. Match.com is now. Somebody mentioned eHarmony. eHarmony is at least trying. Both people got to give an effort on eHarmony. At least they give an effort over on eHarmony. The woman has to literally put skin in the game on eHarmony. All the rest of them, garbage. They get to just show up for free and then put their price up way high. Ladies, you're not meeting that guy over on Tinder or Plenty of Fish. Like, there's no dudes over there that's going, oh, I see your worth. Over on Plenty of Whales? What? Christian Mingle. Oh, boy. Yeah, Christian Mingle. Where these people come in there fornicating in the, in the, in the Lord's name. Okay. Dan says, I, I agree, coach. You shouldn't have two jobs. However, I don't have a choice at the moment, realistically. If I can't make it, you have a different economic position. If I can't make 750 adjusted for transaction fees a month in a few months, uh, with raising, with everything raising, I'll be done. All right, don't don't panic. You're going to make yourself sick. sick. He says, I can write, transcribe, edit videos, make thumbnails at the moment, but getting the work consistently is hard. Yeah, but that's why it's a second income. He says, but I agree. I am fortunate that I, uh, to have gotten sick so I can get some rest. Shout out to you. Anyway, he says, make sure you recharge. 
and uh, don't do it, gents. Find another way to make money. Yes, if you work two jobs, have you noticed that people who work two jobs, like they work two jobs that are at the same level, they worn out. They not rich. <laughs> they ain't rich. Like they didn't like, oh, I'm rich. Like Rosalinda. Rosalinda cleans houses all weekend. Then she works at the damn uh, Jiffy Lube. She works at Jiffy Lube from more sun up to mid afternoon, and then uh, mid afternoon to evening, extreme evening. She cleaning house. She is not rich. She got two jobs. That's all she got. Mm. Now she's meeting her budget. <laughs> she meeting her budget, but she barely meeting her budget. Because what people don't consider is that many times when you work two jobs, you got to get the transportation. You got to have the energy. You also got to pay in, get the work outfits. You got you're you actually start wasting time. You work eight hours here, eight hours here. You're wasting time. Mm. Now, if you got to work two jobs, that's what you got to do. Right. That's what you got to do. But eventually you won't be good enough. At one or two of the jobs, you're like splitting hairs. You're chasing two rabbits. Your income streams should somewhat be relative to each other in which one can work off the other. One can feed off the other. Right. That's the that's the difference. All right. Uh, try not to get caught in that two job trap. If you got to do what you got to do, but you want to. Make sure you figure it out. Macaroni Tony. Says, speaking of predatory, big brands like Gucci are now offering payment plans with interest for their online sales. People are falling for that. They're falling for that. I think there's some people, they, people were talking about a firm. I've never done it, so I don't know what the guidelines are, but you can do things. I think even Amazon now has, you can do these things on credit. You can buy these things on credit. And they had this white woman talking about she got screwed because she bought some stuff on credit off Amazon. I was like, <laughs> she, of course, she was a single mother. Of course, she was a single mother. Out of your mind, if you buy stuff off of these places online on credit. If you have a credit card, a good one, you'd get cash back. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, most people don't know shit. Anyway, speaking of my mind, says build your own line of credit. Don't depend on the banks. But it's it's insane. He says, haha, that brother got hit with the do it, do it, honey. All right. For his girl talking about buy us a house. Don't do it, guy. All right. Uh, no government name says coach's point. Next time you're buying a car, tell them you're financing. Then yes, try this one. Then when it's time to close, tell them maybe that you'll just go and pay cash for it, even if you're even if you're just paying playing. Watch the entire office start scrambling. You can try this. It takes a long time if you want to mess around with them. Yes. Tell them that you're going to finance the car. Agree to the price. They're going to lower the price significantly because you're financing it. They're already getting kickbacks from the manufacturer and everybody else. And then when they lower the price, tell them, oh, I might pay for cash. They're going to go crazy because they thought they were making 72 months of interest payments in principle. But then you remove that off the table and say, okay, I'll buy it at that low price. Now, if you have time to screw people around like that, yeah, you're going to see what the real deal is. Now that dude is not dancing no more, all right? This dude is not doing the robot no more. 
where he <laughs> this guy right here, he ain't going to be dancing like this no more. Okay. We're almost done. All of a sudden now he ain't getting that finance bank fee kickback and mortgage origination. I mean, that origination fee shout out to Corwin says, Hey coach money over peace, leave all day, every day. And once you had enough, you know, shout out to ghost. Jay says, I pledge allegiance to the free agent lifestyle. All right. We'll get to the super chats here. Uh, but the big thing is, the yeah, man, I don't want to get the banks pissed off on me, but the big thing about it is you got to get over on them. We do have two more over here. We got, uh, let me see if I can say your name. We're going to call you Leonardo DiCaprio. He says, holy moly, coach. He says, when you said, Roland, when you said Rosalinda, I felt shivers. Almost got deleted in a fumble with one. Wow, he says, but the boy, but boy, the net was sweet. That's the thing about it, man. You call it the penis fly trap. That that look, there's money in in I hate to say it, peace leave. That's what makes the world go around. That's what makes the world go around. And that sweet, sweet thing, that sweet, sweet nectar will get you sidetracked. It will get you to cough up money even when you think you're not coughing up money. It will think you're not paying. That's how bad, that's how, that's how crazy peace leave is. That's how crazy sex is with women. Like, women don't have to do much in life. They can just do 20% of what you're doing. And they could get into the even category with you. And that's how powerful it is. And it's weird that it's powerful because when you think about it, it's really not that good when you're not really, you know, interested in it. You'd be like, that thing? Even they look at it and be like, this? Is this what they want? Hey, look. A woman's life changes when she realizes that that's what you want. When she really rationalizes in her mind. Now, a woman's life won't change if she thinks she has something more to offer than that. I know, ladies. I know. I'm only the messenger. I got something more to offer than this. Well. To be honest. Let's just boil it down to the specifics here. If you didn't have this, you would have nothing. So let's just be real. But when she finds out, when the one girl finds out, she starts developing and getting boys interest and the fat starts depositing in areas of her body that she previously did not have fat in and it lands in the right spot and her skin is clear and her hair is shiny and her eyes are perky and everything else is perky. And then down at the bottom, the thing that she's been using to just excrete minerals and water and that's what you want over anything when she figures that out that woman gonna be she gonna be somebody and at the end of it <laughs> it's really a what you know what i mean when you think about it you really just go what am i doing you go down, touch it. Oh, you pattern your whole life over that. Gentlemen, when you realize that that's what it is and that's what you've been chasing and you really be honest with yourself, that's what you want, you can go get it. <laughs> you can go get it. 
when you get over the fact that your ego's attached to how you get that one thing, let me just be honest with you guys. Most of your ego is attached on how you obtain that. Once you realize how silly that is, you can actually dominate life. Life becomes easy. Life becomes so easy. But your ego is so attached how, how you extract that from a woman. It, it, once you release your ego and your pride from that accomplishment, which is not much of an accomplishment, but it is what it is. Once you go, eh, or once you can say, I can do with it or without it, or I can go without it for 90 days. I can go without it for a year. Once you realize you've been penalized heavily for your pursuit of the, once you realize that, that you've been taking on great risk, resources, assumption, once you, once you get penalized for it, ask Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes is sitting behind bars right now going, I threw my life away for sex. Bottom line, not because he shot a woman. I threw my life away for sex. My pride and my ego was attached to sex that much that I'm now sitting behind bars, potentially 22 years for some peace leave. Once you detach your ego from it, life is a layup. Because now you don't got to worry about it. Now you're going to get orgasms from getting money and getting deals. you like, that gives me, and I don't have to risk my damn life limbs and sexually transmitted to diseases to go get some money. Not only that, you're not looking at your watch on Friday night. Damn, I'm missing out on all the action. I'm missing out on my chance to meet a nympho. That's going to change my life. Once you just let yourself go, forget about all that shit. Life becomes a layup drill. And then, and then, should you be in need? You just say, I got money. But the number one thing that's keeping black men down is your pride and your ego is attached to how you obtain women. And that tells me, if you know how to do that, you ain't got much else. I can tell you ain't got nothing because your pride is so attached of obtaining something that is almost essentially worthless to many men or has little value, but you put high value on it and you brag about it. Guys, you, I'm telling you, not many men can get there. Rich men pay the equivalent of pennies for it. And they have no ego attached to it because they realize the value. They go. Pennies. Pennies on the dollar. But you, I get it for free. And you got nothing else to show for it. Mm. <laughs> Let's get to it. <laughs> anyway. Mike D in the building, he says, normies use dating apps. Blue chippers invest in the companies that make dating apps. Think of that blue chip mindset. Match Corp owns Match.com and eHarmony, and they also own several more. Do your research. Use normie behavior to advantage yourselves, gentlemen. Free agent lifestyle for life. Yep. You guys know Bumble, Match.com? These are publicly traded companies. Publicly traded companies and they ain't going out of business anytime soon. So instead of using Match, why don't you invest in Match? 
and they own um I think okay Cupid. They own several, uh, maybe plenty of fish. It's one dating comp once one dating app company owns like five or six dating apps. Look it up. Look it up. Zooks, yep. They own, I think Match owns about five or six dating apps. It's the same app. Wow. Dude, these, this is life-changing information for a lot of people, and it puts things in perspective. Okay? Speaking of my mind, says build your own line of credit. Depend, don't depend on the banks. And use banks to your advantage. That's when you then can get into the conversation of using banks and debt to leverage. Use their own money to build yourself up. That's the, then the conversation, but that's money mindset stuff. And somebody actually started a dating app that was in my coaching program. He started his own dating app. That's a great investment of your time because now if it hits, you know, instead of using the dating app, he started one. And because he has an engineer mindset and he can do it. Yo, this is what we're trying to take men to. And got, trust me then. Any day you want a woman, any day you want to go out on a date, pennies on a dollar. If a woman then says you need to take me to X amount of restaurant and it costs you 85 bucks, it's a toss in the damn river. Now you don't have any stress. You're like, whatever. And you sitting over there looking at her like, prove it. <laughs> you sit at her like, and guys, women feel when you have an advantage. They feel it. They feel when you're desperate. They feel when you're you have a sense of urgency. They feel when you're horny and lustful. They feel when you just want to hit it. Yeah, that brother's starving. They feel it all when you show up. They feel when you think your credit card declined. They feel it when you're going to ask them to pay 50% or the tip. They feel it when you park way across the mall and you got to walk in as opposed to valet. Dude, the leverage is you pull up, valet, sit there. Everybody greets you. They serving you up. You ordering whatever the hell you want. You tell her to order some shit. You ignore her when you ain't li want to listen to her. Then she's going to be looking at you like, hello. Do you have any more of that date? Do you have any more of that money? Then you throw it on her like this. Now what? Dance. <laughs> but they got leverage over you when you're trying to negotiate with them. Don't negotiate with them. Don't negotiate. Just throw it at them. Well, now what? All right, there it is. Now what? Well, what else can you do? Show me. Well, I have a job. Mm. Ladies, what's that? What's your job going to do for me? What's your job going to do for me? This is my income. You can tell I have the income. I ain't worried about this little date you on. You haven't impressed me much. You're boring me to death. Okay, now what? You got a job. Okay, put your $30,000 on top of my salary. Now I got what? <laughs> now I got what I make plus 30K. Okay, now what? What else you got? Well, I got this sweet potato pie. Okay, I'll give you $500 for it and be done with you. Is that what you want? Okay, all right. Here's your money. Get out. <laughs> I got money. <laughs> they got nothing else. They, you Listen, this is where you get in the mindset. 90% of them don't have nothing else, but they have something on you when you're desperate. They have something on you when you're trying to hit it and quit it. They have something on you when you're trying to finesse them. <laughs> that $500 will be pennies on the dollar. By the way, for a man, for a man who just was able to afford that, he made $500 in interest 
or his passive income made $500 during that date. During that date, he made money because he has compound residual and passive income. He made that money back. You think he lost money? He made it back while he was sitting there and she was going, while she was sitting, while he was sitting there and going, while he was relieving himself with the only thing she really had to negotiate with. He made that back in the morning. He woke up by the morning. He wakes up. He made it back. Ask them what else they got. The only reason you care is because you ain't got nothing else. When you got something, you don't care what they got because it don't do nothing for you anyway. Or it forces them to do much more than they were willing to do to get you. And if they think they don't have to do much more to get you, they'll find out real fast. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's see. Rusko says, be your own central bank, fellas. Real talk, tangible, gold, silver, platinum. Borrow and pay yourself. Coach gang. <laughs> I'm really good at dropping that neck. Okay, drop it. Let me see. They dropped the neck. Ah, I was all right. <laughs> now what else do you got? Oh, you ain't got nothing else. They ain't got, dude, most of the time they ain't got nothing else. You want to force them to see what they got. Most of the time it's just smoke and mirrors. It's smoke and mirrors. But I can say that in my position in life now. Because I'm not desperate. But when you're desperate or your ego is attached to it, yeah, you'll never figure out the game. And that's real game. Shout out to the coach gang. And I got to get out of here, man. You know what? Tonight might not be a show because I have been inconvenienced by the airlines canceling tickets that I must make a personal visit um, and reformulate my show. So we should be no show tonight unless I get back late at night and I feel like popping on for an hour. Or we should be back tomorrow morning whether I'm in studio or not. Thank you. Hit the like button on the way out. Shout out to the coach gang. And remember, remember, level up, level up, level up, brothers. And we out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy.
क्यों है ना 